0: Hey everyone! Welcome back after a long time. Welcome back to Battle of the Backlog. I am your host, Carlos. I am joined by my great co host, Tyler. Hello, I'm now an adopted Canadian. And I'm also joined by uh, our good friend, uh, Malachi. Malachi, say hi.
1: Hey guys, how are you?
0: Okay, so it's been a little while, I know. Um, I've been trying. Life got in the way a little bit, but also I really want to take this show in a kind of twist of a direction. I'm trying to focus it more. I want to get more in-depth with details and stuff. And we're trying out new stuff, so you probably noticed that the audio is going to be a little different. And that's because we are not recording live this time. We're actually recording uh, online on Discord, so we're all on different sides of the state essentially and we're all just talking to each other uh so it's gonna sound a little different i think it's gonna sound still pretty good so if it doesn't bear with us uh let us know give us some feedback in uh the email so today we have a really fun topic we want to talk about but before we get to that i want to talk about our new backlogs uh new and updated as well as malachi who's a dear friend of ours Uh, malachi why don't you give us a brief bio about your life with games like how did you get started what are your favorite games what are the types of things you gravitate towards anything like that
1: for sure so growing up i have two older brothers i literally grew up in a house where we had an atari and i always think that's like really weird um because the majority yeah the majority of people i know they're like i don't even know what that is other than like pong but i I think when i was like maybe maybe four or five i like have a pretty vivid memory of like playing mario as a kid and then like immediately playing mortal kombat my parents never really were the type to just like govern what type of video games we were playing so long as we were i don't know having fun and not in their hair all the time but i've always been a big fan of fighting games so mortal kombat Smash more or less these days, but I think my true favorite type of games are platformers, platformers of all types. Like I really enjoy like a lot of the Ratchet and Clank games, oh, or Sly Cooper is one of my other favorite games. And these days, bouncing back and forth between platformers and mostly like single-player stories. Are you more of a 2D platformer guy or a 3D platformer? I think they both really capture my attention. Um, like Celeste, I really enjoy it. I didn't really know how it was going to be about the whole pixel art kind of aspect mm-hmm. of it, but I learned to love it. But at the same time, A Hat in Time is one of my like, all-time favorite games. Ooh, and it's I much... was actually going to ask you about that one. I God, love A Hat in Time. It's pretty much a love letter to Mario Sunshine, and I just, I feel like it's it's Mario Sunshine for an updated era, and I really enjoy it.
0: Okay. Um, so if you can give us, like, a... Don't think too hard about it. Just give us like five favorite games.
1: God. Okay. Five favorite games. I would say The Last of Us. Okay. Solid. <sighs> right. Big Ooh, fan solid. of that one. Um. Oh my God. A Hat in Time is probably one of them. Ooh. Rocket League. Back when I used to play competitively, and now I'm. I'm a washed-up has been, but <laughs> so... <laughs> um, hmm. the quick fall from grace. You're you're right. You're not wrong. Um, Superlands, another good one right now. That Superlands that high up? God, it's so good. I don't know wow. why I love it. There's just something about it. I don't that. And think I'm being put it. on this. That and I'm being
0: put on the spot. I think of oh, okay. my five favorite great. games. I, I mean, I only bring it up because you constantly remind me to get it. And it's on Steam, and it's on my wish list, and I'm just... I, I basically just keep waiting for the moment where the price... It's like $15, right? I'm waiting it's for it to go like that, yeah. under $10, and then I'll jump into it. But until then... And it's not because anything against the game. I'm just a big cheapskate. I only get <laughs> shit when it's really on sale.
2: What, what, what type of game is it? Superland?
1: Superland? It's pretty much... You're like this little toy... You're like a little red. I don't think it's. I don't think it's like an army man, but you know, like the little kids that you know, like the little toys that you had as kids, where it's like red and blue people, and you can like create stories with them. Yeah. It's pretty much like that, and you play as one of the red people, and you have to solve this problem that's going on in your kingdom. Um, so you're like in the backyard of a child, this is like hmm. child's home. So you have to like figure out why the water isn't working. So obviously, it's coming from like a spout. But it's not working, so you have to figure it out. It's just like if I know there's a lot of people who are really interested in like the mat, the macro aspect of video games. Like they love the idea that everything's like small and tiny.
0: That's so, my that's my thing. That is like
1: that's, that's my the reason why. Kink, pretty much that's why I've been trying to get you to play it because <laughs> it's I will. the thing that you. I and I think swear to you, you, I will. By the next you also... time
0: you're on this show, I will have played it and I will give you my thoughts. Gotcha. That's gonna happen.
1: Oh, and my last favorite game I would say is probably the new Marvel Spider-Man. That's a solid choice. Great pick.
2: Fantastic. Oh, that was going to be a, that was going to be on my list actually.
1: God, it's so good. It only helps okay. that it's made by Insomniac. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So, we got that down. Now let's talk about our backlogs. I what uh, I took a good look. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I took a really deep look into my self and into my backlog and i really thought am i going to play these games and for a lot of them it was a no as uh what's what's the girl what's the lady the sparking joy oh marie kondo marie kondo i took a real big marie kondo moment i said this does not spark joy mario plus rabbits this does not spark joy (laughs) stuff like that i just (laughs) sweeped it under the floor and i'm Basically not going to look at it again because, I don't know. So, if you all don't mind, I will go first. Go and right ahead. Run through my new backlog for 2020. So, okay. So, I got 19 games here, which is quite a bit. Uh, so, number one, we got Fire Emblem, three houses. I've been making some progress in it. I think I'm going to focus a lot on this one. Uh, number two, Nier Automata. Number three, uh, Dragon Quest XI on the switch number four is uh Horus, which is an indie game i got for free on epic game store uh then i have dark souls remastered uh well yeah i know you you carlos what <laughs> you you a bitch
2: go on, go on go on well i'm
0: playing it on the computer so we can't even play together
2: if you wanted to so uh but i could always get it for the computer you could. Just saying we have the same game on both of our... Alright, alright, alright. Sorry. Go, let's go. Okay,
0: and then Death Stranding, King of Cards, uh, Final Fantasy XIV, The Shadowbringers Expansion, Chrono Trigger, Tales of Vesperia, Remastered, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, Life <gasps> is Strange, The Last Guardian, Metro Last Light, Where the Bees Make Honey, Earthbound, Cosmic Star Heroine, the Wolf Among Us and Final Fantasy IX. Uh, that is not concrete. That is subject to change. I might have another Marie Kondo moment later on <laughs> in the future, but we'll see. I'm uh, glad we'll Malachi's so, on here
2: to understand that reference. Well, what, what is it?
0: The Marie Kondo reference. Yeah, I. I, I think everybody knows. Mind. I think if you go on the internet, you know who Marie Kondo is, dude. Like I gotta get. Like it out she's out a meme. She's my rock. Okay, whatever. Uh, Tyler,
2: Sir, give us your list. All right, so first of all, welcome to the Battle of the Backlog remake here. Um, my list It's not is more pretty- of a remake. It's more of a remaster. Remaster? I don't
3: know.
0: Hmm.
2: Because
0: it's not that different. It's still going to be mostly it's, the same.
2: Yeah, that's true. So yeah, remaster. That's fair. So my list- i've i've finished a few games off my list so my list is a little shorter and i think i'm taking one off i'll be taking if those who remember from the beginning i had ghost recon wildlands on my list that is now getting the big ol x that's getting the hell out of here i have finished spyro the reignited trilogy kotor One, the dark side route and the horizon and i finished horizon zero dawn finally so all of those those are done those are out as for new additions to my list it's more or less the same I still have God of War I'm I am I swear I swear on dog I'm going to do Assassin's Creed Odyssey I swear it I've told Dylan I'm gonna do it damned if I don't it's a big game I it's got lots of expansions I know I'm not the expansions aren't included on that list that's not gonna happen um KOTOR 2 I'm going to go through that one. I'm probably going to play it light side. I think my original playthrough was dark side. So I'm going to go through light side again. Um, I'm going to do obviously Dark Souls remastered. If you don't play with me, Carlos, you are dead to me. Um, and I still I'm have already, to do I'm already
0: at the two bells, so.
2: You're at who? Where? I'm at the two bells. When? Yeah. Why? How? <laughs> Whom? This, this is Whomst. Um, and that's pretty much. Other than Breath of the Wild, still on the list, and I'm also currently working still on Hollow Knight, so that's pretty much it. Oh, and I'm adding uh, a new new entry on this list that I won't ever hear the end of is Witcher Three. It's finally gonna be done. I mean. I don't think I'm ever going
0: to give anyone crap for slacking on The Witcher 3 because, one, it's a huge game. And secondly, I also slacked on it hard. I played it for a while and then I let I just stopped playing for four months for no reason. Like, there's no good explainable reason. And then it wasn't until I finally came back into it that I just, like, blasted through 100 hours straight. and
2: And now it's my favorite game, so, you know. I mean, you might not give me shit, but I guarantee you, there's two people who may or may not have already been on this podcast that have yes, but those people also
0: me. suffer from the same situation, so they're also not allowed to give shit. So that is that is true. that's my take on it. Uh, Malachi, give us your list.
1: Yeah. So right now, I'm trying to play The Witcher Three, but I also mm-hmm. really want to finish Gris, which I was like, won like a bunch of awards at the Video Game Awards. Uh, Firewatch, I feel like I really need to go back and finish. I played like two hours into it and got sidetracked and never got back to it. It's not very long, right? I don't think so. I think it's mostly like... I think like, it's
0: about three hours, so... I thought
2: it was five, but anyways. I
1: don't know. Um, I really want to play Knights of the Old Republic because the Star Wars in me just feels like I need to do it because everybody talks about that game so highly.
2: It's literally, and I will not. it's not overselling it. It is the best piece of Star Wars media ever, ever to have come out. Better, better than literally all of the movies except for like the original three. Uh, Besides uh, the original I mean, three, bold claim, That's big pretty time, bold. big time. Carlos, you, know, you haven't, think, you have not, you, can... you haven't left the second planet, Carlos. You cannot talk. I just don't think you can really say that about a game that. It has expanded uh, the universe so much in just the, the <laughs> gameplay itself. Like it, it, touches on the Jedi, the deep roots. You mean that of Sith. gameplay
0: where after every fight you get stuck and you can't run
2: and you have to quick load back into the,
0: the game? That's not the part that's important. Anyway,
1: so Malakai, right? continue with your list. <laughs> You're focusing on the wrong things here, buddy. Um, I also really want to play Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, and I know that sounds Ooh. very strange because we've literally played the same. Like however many uh, sagas, too many times, but for whatever reason, this one seems to be—I don't know—it seems to be the definitive Dragon Ball Z video game. So I really want to play it. Yeah,
0: I'm hearing—I'm I, I, hearing a lot of—it's not perfect, but it does a lot of things right. And I, yeah, I also want to check this game out at some point because it looks really—it it looks like pretty cool. It looks um, fun. I just wish, yeah, I just—I really wish that they would just. Do something else because, like, they act like this is all that there is to Dragon Ball, but there's so much more that they're not covering. Like, they don't really have games that go into the movies, they don't have games that go into the original Dragon Ball. You know, like, that would be pretty fun to go yeah. as, like, Kid Goku and experience that. And then there's also Super. Like, they have not covered Super in any video game at all, besides think- fighters putting in characters, but
1: they don't go over the story. I think they're just really trying to like corner the market on nostalgia. Like every person who's like our age remember watching Dragon Ball Z on Toonami, and I feel like they're like, well, we'll see how much money we can pull out of them until they're sick and tired of playing.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, I still know. though, you can still pull the n- nostalgic card and bring back Kid Goku. I remember Kid Goku very well. I think the other thing that should be
0: considered is that the the team behind is cyber connect 2 they also made the, the naruto ninja storm games and those are really rad and i just think that they're this team is better off doing another nostalgic anime that could easily like pull in not as big as dragon ball obviously but if they did like a bleach game or something that would that be, would be so sick cool if they did like uh Like a Hunter Hunter or a Yu Yu Hakusho game, that would be rad, and it would, like, it would bring people out of the wetworks. It would bring all these secret, I don't know, like Yu Yu Hakusho fans that because there's been nothing Yu Yu Hakusho in the last twenty years. If all of a sudden you just drop a game, a lot of people are gonna be interested.
1: Please bless us with a Hunter Hunter game. That would be. I want nothing more. Speaking of
2: weird anime games. Didn't a One Punch Man game just get announced or something?
1: Uh, yeah. It's... yeah. <laughs> Big Ugg. Uh, <laughs>
0: as soon as it was announced, I just immediately thought, no, this is going to be terrible. Because the whole point of One Punch Man is that it just goes against the idea of them having a game. Like, how are you going to make a character that literally wins every time he fights into a yeah, video game? Yeah, with One Punch. And they did, like, a workaround where, like, you play as a dream Saitama. So you play as the main character in the first episode where he has that dream where he's like fighting enemies that can actually kick his ass.
2: Or like at least they still die in one punch but they still hit
0: him. Yeah and so so that just adds like an implication like oh is this all is this game all take place like inside of a dream or something? I don't know. I also just saw some gameplay of just outside of that. Mm-hmm. Controversy, like just the game itself, and it just looked very generic. Absolutely, just the most bare bones three D anime fighter that you see come out every single year. So I don't yeah,
2: know. I remember distinctly they were coming out with a uh, Seven Deadly Sins game that just looked like literally everything else. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, rough. All right, so
0: backlogs are covered. We're gonna get back to those after the topic. And the topic for today, I'm very excited for this. We did a lot. I did some research. I asked all the guests to do their own research so we could talk about this in more detail. And that is music in games. Uh, Obviously, music, you know, pretty big part of everything that we do, you know. Uh, Just music in general, like listening, soundtracks for uh, movies or TV shows are important. But I always think that games kind of play in their own ballpark that the way that music can affect you inside of an experience that you're playing can really differ uh from other forms of media and uh i just want to throw a quick question just like real quick what do you think makes a
2: good track in a video game
1: it's got to fit what's going on in the
2: game oh big time like if it's if it's an action scene and you're still like mellowed out, there's, you're not feeling connected to the situation. So I would say that's that's really important. Um, yeah, I think yeah you have to you have
0: to have the track itself just kind of connect exactly to that experience, and really elevate whatever you're doing to like a new level. And I, I've had experiences where I've listened to a good track, but the because the experience itself is not that interesting it doesn't create that connection that you normally would for example like i think like in an rpg when you play when you're fighting like a really tough boss if that boss if that track is like kicking into high gear you're always going to remember that you're gonna have that flash of that moment um, but if the gameplay experience kind of sucks and the track is really good, it's not really going to connect with you, even if it is like legit.
2: I'm trying to think of like a good example of a really interesting game and a very bad soundtrack. And I can't, none, none really comes to mind. A good game with a bad soundtrack? Yeah. Or just like a, a situation where that would apply, but like in reverse where it's like, Oh, I can give you one. All right, shoot
0: well it's not a fantastic game but i've been playing dragon quest 11 okay and the soundtrack for that game is really bad it's so bad and i've i've never i don't think i've really had that experience before like that intensely uh but well isn't it
2: you're playing the switch version right
0: yes so the original version of dragon quest 11 it had it was all uh It was all like synth and MIDI style, so it was a lot of horns and orchestral Mm -hmm. stuff. But because it was like toned down in MIDI, it was like not recorded orchestrally. It just sounds pretty bad, and also the compositions are just not good. They feel really half-assed, and the track list feels so limited compared to what a normal RPG tends to do. Because in a regular RPG, you know, you have your you have your like fighting track, you have your boss track uh you have like your generic town track but you usually when you go to a different town usually have a track for that town you know like kind of like in pokemon you know every single town you go to has their own theme and characters have their own themes yeah this game just uses the same type of theme for everything if it's a fight it's this one fight song for everything if it's a boss it's this one boss song for everything
1: this is my fight song yeah (laughs)
0: and it's just it's so like the the part that broke me i remember i was playing on the ps4 and i stopped and now i'm playing on switch but when i was playing on the ps4 uh there's a really big important moment where the army of good is taking on the army of evil and it's visually it's not like the level of like thinking like you know like the lord of the rings movies or something where it's just like a giant battlefield but as soon as the fight starts they just play the same basic battle theme that they've been playing for like a hundred hours at this point. And I lost it. I was like, I can't do this. You guys are killing me right now. Right. Uh, So yeah, that's an example of that, but there's so many for every example of that. There's so many examples of the opposite of, of a track just like elevating and just doing something so that something so simple can really resonate with you. Yeah, uh, but that's- I think even though I think of I remember a lot of tracks, there's a lot of other ones that I don't think about until I listen to it again. Right, and that's not necessary. I don't think that that necessarily makes it a bad track. No, not but at all. But I'm just all. curious. Like, do you guys think that it, like me- like a track in a music in the soundtrack should always be immediately noticeable or if something can just be something that you don't think about but is playing in the background.
1: I think I Oh sorry, go uh, ahead. Uh, I would say that I really enjoy in video games where music fades in and it kind of almost becomes a part of the ambiance yeah. of like what's going on in the game. That way it's not taking center stage from what's like happening on screen, but it right. only like as you said it only amplifies what's going on right. and it it kind of like culminates altogether as the this experience that you know you're going to remember exactly a really Uh, good i have an example
2: for that one if you don't mind um so while playing ace combat and you know it's a very quiet title screen all the between mission menus things it's always usually really quiet and then once you're in the mission it starts quiet but once you get into the act like when you first fight and specifically in skies unknown you fight what is his name more whoever the main main bad guy you mean yeah yeah. Uh, he, um, the theme where you're fighting him gets insane. You're flying through, you don't notice it at first at all, but all of a sudden it just gets louder and louder. And you're flying through this thunderstorm between these like plateaus of these giant spikes, pillar things of stone. And it's just, ah, mm-hmm. oh, engrossing. It's so good.
0: Right. I think my example is, uh, I was doing research for this podcast and, um, uh the the resident evil 2 remake soundtrack Mm -hmm. i don't like when i think of resident evil i cannot think of any track specifically from that game like at all and i'm not saying like it's bad or anything but when i was re-listening to the the soundtrack that's on spotify uh it it, all the music is kind of like a low synth kind of like deep bass that it is slightly unsettling and that's the whole thing is that you don't really notice it because it's going on in the background. And it's almost like it's subliminally affecting your psyche, like subconsciously, mm-hmm. like affecting you where you think there's no sound while you're just going through these empty corridors looking out for zombies and liquors. But this these tracks are just billowing underneath, like affecting you without you even knowing it. Oh, At least absolutely. that's how that's how I think it is for me. And that's super uh,
2: important in a horror game like that, for sure.
0: Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is that with technology, uh, back in the day, you know, making music was simple, but also incredibly complicated because there were not there wasn't so much, uh, so many tools you could work with. You basically just had like one synth computer and, you know, like plug in bits and bytes and just make really, uh, simple tones. Uh, mm. and now you know uh you can have an entire like perfect orchestral recording inside of uh, a track but there have been some i i've noticed a lot of people discuss before um i think i think malachi you you might know um like in a in a in a fantano uh let's argue video uh one guy once said that video game music is not as good now as it was before because it's so much easier to make now and it was so difficult back then to create a catchy track with such simple technology uh what do you guys think about that like do you think that even though music is good like do you think it's gotten not as good because people aren't pushed as hard to create something
2: maybe not as like I wouldn't, I would not say it's not a, there's some great music coming out. Like f- hell half of the list that we have come up today is like games coming out within this last like five years, mm-hmm. but, um, really good examples of, uh, like we're not, I shouldn't say examples, but s- like even, oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, this messed <laughs> me up because I was thinking of a song. <laughs> nice one. Nice one. Oh, I was thinking of a song. No. So, because of, like, it is a lot of easier these days to make music, There's, you know, you don't have to use chiptune or whatever, or, like, just four different notes. It's, it's less, not innovative, but less creative, maybe, of what you're using with these fewer notes. Mm-hmm. But I would not say it's better or worse. I think it's just the same. It's just, like, it's a less...
0: I just think... it it was just it's so crazy that tracks from so bad like so long ago can become so like immediately catchy and something you think about without using anything like i think of like you know like the main theme for super mario which is just like that you're never gonna forget that no i don't think anyone who plays video games is ever gonna forget the all the notes that go into that track Uh, And they did that with so little. And I mean, I mean, like as much as I love the music that's coming out now, like, can I think of an example that is something that catchy that no one is ever going to forget? Or is it just nostalgia that's affecting me?
1: Well, I also think that um, I'm pretty sure it's Isaac Newton. He has a quote that pretty much says we see so far because we stand on the shoulders of giants, just to paraphrase. And I would say, because we had um, so much time spent, like making very minute changes that probably will go unnoticed, like while designing chiptune music, um, I feel like that only goes to show that making today's music is just as big of a, is just as big of an achievement as it was back then. Just because it was harder to make then doesn't um, I wouldn't say that it cancels out the incredible talent that it takes in order to let's say compose an entire like orchestra piece for five minutes in a video game that the majority of people won't even remember, but it doesn't discredit it in any way. Right,
2: I right. think it's I think it's specifically harder to stand out these days because there's just so much to compare to, like specifically. A really good example and it's not on my list but like kingdom hearts like all of that music is iconic and memorable and that's that's this you know
1: this generation of music you know what i mean i think it's also just because of like how much you become inundated with it because i mean mario was was created before our lifetime so we grew up hearing it right often it's it's it is the focal point for video games so i mean obviously the more you hear it the more you'll remember it Mm-hmm. But I mean, because there's such a large amount of music, obviously you're gonna you're gonna have a harder time remembering things whenever you're playing. I don't know, 15 games in a month, and you're hearing music from several different types,
2: and like, okay. it's still capable for like classic, like, a jump up in the air from Mario Odyssey was like, that's that's pretty memorable, and that's real good. So. God,
1: shout out to New Donk City dude right mmm
2: that is really
0: good yeah a lot of that not to go into a too much of a tangent uh but yeah the the whole mario odyssey soundtrack is is
1: really top-notch it's real good almost everything sorry that i missed out on it. oh you didn't play it (laughs) no i was um so i bought my switch with the pure intention of playing it when i'm on really long flights Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I was playing Mario Odyssey, but I never had wired headphones. So <laughs> most of the time, I just had the game turned all the way down and I would just read. The only Damn. song I remember hearing from Mario Odyssey is Jump Up in the Sky, is what you just said. Oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. So that's the only song that I know from that game. I mean, I will yeah. say it's great, but <laughs> it's the only thing that I, I think.
0: Know. I think if you get a chance, you should go back. The forest theme, uh, which for that game, is phenomenal. Like, God, it, that, that place
1: scares, scares the hell out oh, of yeah. me. Oh, yeah, it is. Place with it the is T-Rex spooky. running around. <laughs> yeah, in the that one? Or the yeah. one where they're in the dome?
0: Or, like, up on the tower? No, it's, uh, yeah, in the forest one, like, you go, you fall into a hole,
2: and there's this T-Rex just sleeping for some reason. Man. Do you remember? Am I? Am I... might be thinking of two different levels but yeah anyways you might be
0: but yeah that 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 it's actually yeah that reminds me it's like talking about like how uh back to that about if a track can be immediately picked up or not i think that's a good like a foil comparison is uh mario odyssey and breath of the wild is that every track in mario odyssey is immediate immediately noticeable like every single track like stands out and you think like oh okay yeah this is really trying to be this sand level track or the new donk city song or the forest level etc but in breath of the wild like almost all of the music is exclusively like ambience ambience like it's all just like low piano Mm -hmm. and it's underlining uh the rest of the the game just a just like a soft tone that kind of permeates throughout your entire experience and i think that's really cool i think it's cool that video games can do that and i don't think most other mediums can really tackle it that
1: well damn video games you did it again
0: right (laughs) back at it again with a great soundtrack um so all right any other notes you guys want to talk about with music I will say
1: that if you're genuinely interested in some crazy ass chiptune music, I would highly recommend listening to The Silver Surfer level one theme (laughs) from the NES.
0: I've heard that. I kept hearing how good the Silver Surfer for the NES is. (laughs) did you show Malachi?
2: I didn't show him. You didn't? He just knows about it on his own? No, it's just
0: like people talk about like when they talk about like weird good soundtracks, they bring up Silver Surfer. Dude,
1: it's good. Um,
2: Me and Malachi were talking last night and he showed it to me. Oh, okay but retires. yes check
1: it out look at the oscilloscope of the song and just watch the damn lines bounce around to create that crazy <laughs> music everybody says that game is a flop but the musical oh that game uh, is musical ability dog shit uh, uh that was that was <laughs> the first
0: that was the first angry video game nerd i ever watched when i was younger um and the game is basically like a like a sh- like a shmup a shoot-em-up and you have this, you're on, You're the surfer, and you're, like, top down, and you have your long-ass surfboard, and you're, like, shooting little lasers. But if you touch anything with this, like, super long board, you just die instantly, and no matter what, you get sent to the beginning of the game.
2: The beginning?
0: The game. Like, not the level, the beginning of the game. You do not have lives. You die once, you go to the beginning of the game, and this is, like, a five-hour game. What the hell? Dang. It is, like, super hard. It is super bullshit. They put no thought into it. Except probably the composer, I guess. He, yeah. He put his ass Shout out Tim
1: Fallon. He was, like, the only person to work on it. Tim Fallon, like you yeah. Tim it.
0: Fallen, if you're listening, we respect you, and we appreciate you. <laughs> um, you're our next guest. All right. Uh, anything else before we go into the next part? I'm ready. let I'm all ready right. as well. So, this is the fun bit. So... We're going. We. I asked all my guests and I asked myself to bring in five tracks from any video games that we feel really highlights the quality of what a soundtrack can be in a game and how it can really achieve something that like a music soundtrack or or, or a TV show soundtrack can't do. Uh, and so we're going to go through each one and listen to. Uh, a snippet of each track, and we're going to uh, discuss it after uh, the person presenting it gives the little context. So let's get started. So we all have uh, the list ready, right? Mine's up, ready to go. Okay, so we're going to go in a rotation. It's going to be me, then Tyler, then Malachi, me, Tyler, Malachi, uh, for each of the tracks. So let's start with uh, Aquatic Ambience by from donkey kong country
2: Okay, I was gonna say you said a minute thirty, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was feeling bit. it; he had to go over a little. I, I, was I, vibing. I did. I was, like, I was. Hold back.
0: Hold back. Uh, okay, so yeah, uh, so that's aquatic ambience from Donkey Kong Country, uh, composed by uh, David Vi- David Weiss. This plays basically. Um, people not familiar with Donkey Kong, it's a platform where you play Donkey Kong. Uh, this level is the water level specifically. And for the most part, the rest of the soundtrack doesn't really sound like this. It's mostly uh, kind of um, Afrobeat kind of inspired. It's a lot of like bongos. It's a lot of uh, uh, a little bit of brass on occasion. It's got like a very tropical feel to it. But this kind of goes in a weird other direction where it's just very synthy. And um, it, it, it almost feels like. A step before vaporwave
1: kind Ooh. of it's, we it's so cloud yeah. music <laughs>
0: it's it's really it just puts you in like a really mellow vibe which is ironic because water like the water levels in most platformers are just like stress up to like the highest point of stress I uh,
2: disagree strongly what really yes there's nothing more relaxing than Aquastar from Kirby 64. The Dire Dire Docks, that's pretty mellow. No, I'm, I'm saying, you're saying the level is mellow? No, but that's the music. Dire, dire Docks? No, that's what I'm
0: saying. I'm saying oh. the games themselves, like the levels. The level, okay, yeah, the, the level. The most stressful parts of a platformer. Correct. But the music is uh, normally like the most relaxing and actually like saw uh an article that kind of went into this and it's kind of it's like a psychological thing where these tracks basically are there to set your mind a little bit at ease so you don't focus too much on like the terror of what's going on in the situation
1: yeah but they love to make you feel the panic whenever you're close to drowning uh yeah they that, like you can blame Sonic for that. I'm not God. counting
0: Sonic on this. List. I mean
2: screw you, Sonic. dire, dire docs also, because the the when you're out of oxygen, the it, like that sound also But
0: that's soft. but that's more of the game design and that's not the music. Correct. But like specifically with Sonic, like it goes. Which no one needs to no one needs to have
1: that on their conscience. They're trying to have a good time. Here I am drowning this hedgehog.
0: <laughs> Luckily, in Donkey, Kong, <laughs> in Donkey Kong, in Donkey Kong, there is no breath meter. I don't think so. It's just you're just underwater. But yeah, I don't know. It's just such a such a vibe, man. Like it's such a smooth,
2: relaxing track. And that that is is gorgeous.
0: And Malika, you said you watched a video about. Like describing this?
1: Yeah. So there's a video from a nerd writer. He's a YouTuber where he pretty much takes deep dives into like all kinds of things. And he was talking about how music was created for the SNES and how it was like, how it was like such a great achievement to go from having, I think he said four, I think it had five channels on the NES. There was four like beat channels. And then there was one for sampling. I think on the SNES there was eight, but I mean even still, like that song is pretty. Com- it's comprised of like a lot of different sounds. It, yeah,
0: it's incredibly layered for something so for simple. Sure. Like there's for multiple sure. channels going in on at once, and uh, melodies hitting different parts. Uh, I, I, I mean, I've always like this is such an iconic track. Like I think a lot of SNES gamers know it. Um, but I was watching, I was listening to an interview on a podcast where David Wise was in and it was just so mind-blowing how genius this man is at writing music. I mean, the entire Donkey Kong Country soundtrack is amazing and everything else he's worked on is great, but when he talks about these things, he talks about it so casually that you're just like, oh, this is just some, like you think of like people that are really talented, like really talented artists as like these kind of otherworldly like people that think on a different level but this guy's just some like old british dad that that like when he was asked about the song he was just like oh yeah you know it was just it was a paycheck i don't know just doing my thing and i'm like how how can you have i just casually
1: went off
0: (laughs) yeah i just i just kind of invented vaporwave like no big deal you know just don't think about it uh yeah aquatic ambience so uh tyler you're next.
2: Yes, sir. All so, right. So my first one on my list is a is a theme from a Kirby game, but it's the Brawl remix that they did for obviously Super Smash Brothers. Okay. And the reason I went with that one because while I love the music in Kirby, I cannot stress enough how well they reworked this song.
0: All right, let's uh, get into it.
1: me while i vibe ow Woo. i'm that telling you see God, i'm sweating man i <laughs> got
2: you when it comes to these man these were i cannot tell you how much of my childhood was spent beating my best friend's ass to this theme. uh
0: There's do you know do you know the original composer's name
2: the i know the composer to the the smash mix yeah uh, nobu I'm gonna butcher this.
0: Did you? Are, are you gonna U-umatsu? say? Are you gonna say Nobuo Uematsu? Yeah. Of fucking
2: course. Yeah. Oh, of fucking course. It's Nobuo Uematsu. I mean, he worked on it. I can't oh. tell if he strictly made this, but I'm oh. pretty sure he worked oh, on. It. He was. Man. He was. He was a big proponent for most of Brawl's music.
0: Yeah, he's he's gonna show back up in this show, so don't worry. Yeah, Nobuo Uematsu is like the main composer of uh the final fantasy music yep. basically yes. everything square enix made mm-hmm. he is like the he's the goat okay like he yeah. is the greatest of all time like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna hear otherwise like the man has done so much and like 99.9 of it is just like perfect
2: i and uh, rep- it shows in his work because i'm not sure how much of a hand he played in this but he just he's done so much work for um Oh, my mind's blanking on the main creator of Smash Bros. and Kirby. Sakurai? Sakurai, yeah. He's done a lot of work with him for Mm -hmm. these. So I was just like, I assumed it was him. And I I tried to trace it down. I couldn't find it. I think my main
0: takeaway from this track is just like, how frenetic it feels! It, oh it yeah, just, like it is going like it is 11. chaos. Yeah, it's, it is so, chaos.
2: So, it, and that's kind of like the overall theme they were going for because the actual theme in Kirby Superstar and a little bit in Superstar Ultra, it doesn't have the Kirby's triumphant return, the the hero's theme in place in it like that snippet that I took you guys through mm-hmm. does. That's actually not included in the original soundtrack of the or the actual original metanite's theme okay so but they insert it here seamlessly perfect
0: yeah it, it, it all just like it, it is it feels like five different tracks but somehow oh, just yeah. really well stitched right so up cohesive. One
2: everything else is just like it's it's perfect it's like note for note it but like on a better scale because the actual theme is a little i wouldn't say it's all that great like Meta Knight's revenge theme in the in mm-hmm. Superstar is not the best, but sure. the way that they've made it in Brawl just was I I could not not add it to my list. Yeah. yeah,
0: honestly, I think we could just like I think I'm probably we're probably gonna do this again at some point. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. I think yeah. you could literally just do an episode that's just Smash remixes. Smash uh, remixes. Like, every, everything that they do to every track is just oh, yeah. like holy shit. Gangplank so
2: Galleon. Good. Oh no. Let's so, not go there. Let's not go there right now. So good. I almost <laughs> put it on the list, by the way. Just uh Ooh yeah, oh, me you know. too. Me too. I was it, I was so, struggling. So this took this took my coveted Kirby slot because a Kirby song was gonna be on my list somewhere. Yes. But I was like mm, this is too good not to. All
0: right. Sorry, um, sorry,
1: Aquastar. No, you're good. Uh so Malachi. Alright. So next we have it's a mobile game, actually. <laughs> Um, it's called Florence. It was made by Studio Mountains. They're most notably known for, if I'm not mistaken, they made Monument Valley. Yeah. Yeah. And the it's composed by Kevin Pinkin, who's also known for composing music for Made in Abyss, which won yes. the award-winning, the Crunchyroll award-winning score, I think yeah, a couple of years Pinkin ago. Kevin
0: Pinkin is on some next-level stuff on that soundtrack. It is basically everything i said about like ambiance and how good it can be like really plays well into that show it is so good
2: well i'm excited Uh, because i've never heard of this game nor this song yeah
0: Yeah. also just just like thank you malachi for playing florence because like i just kind of checked it out on a whim like it was like oh it's two dollars yeah why not and like i really loved it god it was so good it's coming to the switch Ooh, it's going, so, oh, it
2: is? Okay. I was going yeah, to so,
0: like, oh. And it's super cheap. It's like $3. It's like 30 minutes, I think. It's MMOs. better than
2: Car Simulator. Yeah. Is, it's it, such it, a good Everybody story. should play this game.
0: Yeah. Everybody should play it. um All right. Let's do it.
2: do we got to stop like oh yeah okay yeah so i made it to 125 and i was and you said something i was like <laughs> wait no
0: uh i this is one of those this is one of those tracks where like i'm immediately transported to where i was playing this game like immediately like it's such a short game like everything just kind of blends together when i just think about it when i if anybody like tries to tell me like hey tell me exactly everything that happens in florence right now i can't do that but as soon as i click play on this video i was like okay yep i remember this moment her checking her phone her like taking like riding the bus to work oh yeah that that was an experience
1: my favorite thing about this song is that in the game it's it's she like goes to like an old memory and it just has that like playful in nature like small kid and like saturday afternoon hang out with your friends yeah Gosh. all right it's,
0: it it's filled with like innocence it feels innocent and joyful like there's nothing there's absolutely nothing wrong that could
2: possibly happen. sorry were you guys talking i was still listening to it my fault <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, like, no. it's, it's well worth a play it's so yeah good oh, and God, the music memories. only like amplifies it And one of the, the second main character, he plays a cello. Oh
4: God. I was
2: going to say, like, it it sounded like there was a wind instrument for sure. But like this thing, would it be crazy to say it's like, this totally reminds me of like a Ghibli film, like for sure.
1: I could definitely hear that. There's definitely, yeah,
2: there's, there's
0: those, like those shots of just like someone driving a car. Yeah. Like that just innocent kind of like
1: transition Mm -hmm. shot. If you love the melody of this song, there's another song on the OST called "Dreams," which is pretty much the same, but it's done through different instruments. Uh, It hits too. I'd be looking that shit up if I didn't have a mechanical keyboard. It's 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 kind of funny how this is made by
0: Kevin Pinken because it's like it it it's like still has that like nice ambiance, but like with with his work in Made in Abyss specifically like that is all like layered under like a subtext of just dread and fear and this is just pure hope and joy that's re- awesome
1: i'm definitely going to watch maiden abyss now. you should
0: watch you should watch maiden abyss tyler you need to watch maiden abyss <sighs> fantastic show I'm and getting it's coming back it. for a second season i don't want to go on a tangent second season get hyped it's on anyway. my it's on my anime backlog okay oh okay sorry we got to do the save it for the anime backlog <laughs> podcast <laughs> <laughs> all right so, next track is going to be, it's called Do Not Vomit, Do Not Shout from Dead Space. This is a complete turn. This was not intended, but this is a complete opposite. Yeah, right. Well, I was about just to say. To. <laughs> All um, right. So, get yeah, let's get into it.
2: Okay, first, before you say a single thing, uh, fuck you, headphone warning. <laughs>
4: God.
1: God. My, my immediate thought was, you know like when you're a little kid and you're playing video games in your room and yeah. you have the TV like barely turned up just so you can hear it but nobody else in the house can? Yeah. yeah and you're yeah. playing like a very particular scene and you're like, I can't hear. And you turn it up just a little bit and then the next part of it just blares. Slams like, on the piano chords. <laughs> that can I
2: can I also um take a guess of what the what part this takes part in? Cuz I played um, Dead Space a little bit. I don't
0: know the exact part, I couldn't find it, but yeah, go ahead. All
2: right, let me take an educated guess and we'll talk about it later after the pod cuz I'm pretty sure this is when you first meet the unkillable monster where Yeah, He just chases you. Yeah,
0: that's exactly what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, that's what I think it is just because like I think it's that point where like they don't cue that music until you've downed him. And mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, yeah, yep. he's dead. Okay, sweet. And then he starts regenerating. Yeah, I have that, and, and I have that.
0: soft memory. So, yeah, this is composed by uh, Jason Graves. He also did the um, Tomb Raider soundtrack. He's done a couple other things. Immediately, I thought, I li- what, listening to his other tracks, I, I was convinced that he did the first few God of Wars, but he didn't. He actually did other stuff. Um, but, yeah, this song is... It it, it 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 takes a lot of cues from stuff like psycho specifically like if you got do you, have you guys seen psycho
1: the movie i've never seen it but i can believe it it sounds yeah. kind of like manic <laughs> well, and like, horrorish yeah
0: yeah. so there's like you know like the the classic like the cha, 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 which really inspired a lot of horror right uh music um but also like the intro to that song is just like these screeching violins that just are incredibly unsettling, and that's kind of how this starts with just like little pricks of strings, and then just like wham, jump scare, <laughs> and it just it, it's like compared to other tracks where you're like, for example, the uh the meta night theme, like you're like, oh man, this can't get better. Oh, it just got better. Oh, it just got crazier. This is the exact opposite. Where it's like, oh god, this can't get worse. This can't get worse. And then all of a sudden the horns come in, and it's just so blaring loud, and then you're like, okay. This should end with the horns, right? Like it's not gonna get worse than that. But then the dun, dun, like comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is. I I, 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 have slight goosebumps. I'm not gonna lie. I have like very slight goosebumps from this track. You're riding in the a... whip,
1: listening to "Do Not Vomit," "Do Not <laughs> Shout," "Short sure dance in the Parking Lot." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, yeah. I, I'd, I'd love to just like prank someone and just be like, hey, can I, can I put in my Spotify real quick? And they're like, yeah, sure. And just I think you just soundtrack. pranked our listeners sorry listeners but it, it was worth it I promise yeah the, yeah, the rest of the soundtrack is honest on that same level of just like uh, suspense horror suspense just dread um, also the track listing is hilarious like every, every like the the composer clearly was just having like a lot of fun with it like I left my heart in MediBay Bay for or like uh, amputated arms can be contagious just like really weird crap like he was just playing jokes with himself right um so yeah dead space uh next tyler you're up back up
2: all right so the next one is a is one that hits home for me for nostalgia this is i would i would honestly just leave my game on play for this and just like sit there and listen to it so what is it it is the gym leader slash elite four pokemon fire red leaf green battle theme nice all right let's get into it was yeah, real good i like that <laughs> you
0: feel so, like, young again i do the the, f- the first thing i thought of like immediately is that i i watched the game grumps uh do a let's play of this game yeah and i remember specifically like a joke where one of them is just like jesus that that drummer is losing his mind <laughs> <laughs> and like we're listening to them, I'm like oh my god like i mean it's not a real drummer no it's right all, like synced but just like thinking of some guy just like going as ham as he is in this song that was like i like there's a lot going on here there's a lot of good layers but like yeah my mind was just set on the drums because
2: oof that was bananas it's crazy it is the it for me it's the number one hype it's just like all right specifically i remember as a kid playing this game and like okay the gym yeah okay but when you get to the end what it really hits with the elite four for whatever reason i don't know they they it's the exact same song but it hits different. Because when you're fighting the yeah. Elite 4 no, like, you mean. this is it. This is it. You know what I mean? It, it gets just, yeah, it's it's different.
0: different. It Com- compared to, like, the other Pokemon tracks that I think of, I think this one, like... Because, I mean, like, I'm, I'm immediately thinking of, like, Pokemon Sword and Shield. And, mm-hmm. like, those are really good. But, like... And those are, like, definitely, like, really hype. Oh, bombs, those those but, like, almost this one, this place. Actually. This one is so... F- 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 like, it's, like just frantic control like it just feels like like uh, it feels like the game is telling you like pick something pick something pick something. like come you on.
2: have to you have to do what you can to win no matter what yeah deal. like
0: you're like do it do it get that max special use that flamethrower do it now
2: hmm yeah 100 percent love this one I, I i was actually gonna go with the the sword and shield gym leader themes actually originally and uh but i was like oh, i have to hit him with the classic yeah.
0: Next time. Next time. Yeah, for sure. We can we can
2: fight over who gets to bring the. I fucking later Marnie's theme was also up there for Pokemon. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good stuff on this one. Uh, the also co- a Toby Fox track,
2: which is really good. Toby Fox track.
0: Right? Yeah. He Toby Fox. He's you know what, we'll get into it later.
2: Okay. Uh. I was gonna say. Okay. Composer for this one was Junichi Masuda
0: yeah Junichi Matsuda he also I think he also works on the game like I think he's
2: like a developer like one I of think the main so ones.
0: and yeah he also composes on
2: the side which is kind of badass it was either him or uh, go go in in, in knows, hey. Ooh. you're losing me I don't know it was it was there were two <laughs> names there's like there was one that was the only composer but for this song he had helped with it
1: okay uh all right great pick Tyler. uh mm-hmm.
2: Malachi
0: you're next again
1: all right so right now we have celeste the name of the song resurrections if you got it was the just the pixel art uh 2d platformer i was talking about earlier in the show god it's good it goes over um talks about mental illness in the game and i feel like it's real. it's well represented and i feel like it tells i feel like it paints a pretty vivid story right and the yeah, soundtrack's okay. gold
2: I was going to say I feel like for such an emotional game it definitely needs a really solid soundtrack.
0: Yeah, personally I wasn't that um Wowed. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't like too taken in by the game. Like I appreciate the conversation it had and uh how the game looked. Uh but it didn't do too much to me for the but the soundtrack was something that like absolutely like no matter how frustrated I got at the game at some points, like the soundtrack was always just real tier. Like that whole year, just 2018, like the top soundtracks of that year were just neck to neck amazing because there was this God there was of War. Red Dead 2 there's Spider-Man uh I, there's something else I'm missing Spider-Man God of War wasn't it God of War ugh. and God. and Horizon like just Zero Dawn? Oh, yeah, Zero Dawn. I did not know that was. You sure that was that? Yeah. Again? No, you're I'm wrong. You're right. I thought no, it was I'm the previous. Dumb. All right. Let's get to it. It was really good yeah. it was a real good mood um I'll, i think one one thing that kind of sucks about uh the format that we're doing because i don't i don't want us to like i don't want to make the audience listen to like an entire track but like prior to the the timestamp we chose like it has a really good build up like very like soft and slow with this track and then just like slowly going into gear. uh and i really appreciate that with this track but yeah pretty phenomenal honestly
1: shout out to Lena Rain big yeah, th- shout Thank out, out to Rain. Lena Rain
0: just some little lady making really good soundtracks uh hey, oh, do you have any other trivia about uh, really let clear? me
1: see um i don't know it's kind of it's kind of got that big that chill hop influence it's kind of got that it lo-fi does, yeah. beats to relax and study to and i'm just yes. waiting for the day that i see it on a podcast or not a podcast on a playlist like that
0: yeah it's 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 interesting because it's it's chill but it's got like an underlying kind of uh tension to it like i was gonna say it's
2: it's it's almost provoking like mystery in a way
0: yeah yeah that's exactly what i'm thinking um like the way that because you have that soft piano coming Mm -hmm. in but then you have that line that's just like that really glitchy kind of glitchy sounding uh synth Mm i'm not i'm not a music guy i'm trying my best i mean no i (laughs) I barely know any music things but yeah there's like one line that just kind of goes through like comes in later you're Uh, making
1: it uh, you're getting your way through i like it i'm I'm
0: understanding what you're saying i know sound (laughs) Uh, but yeah honestly and every i think i'm a little critical about this game but i don't mean that in a negative way like i do think this game is really cool and even just the soundtrack itself is something everybody should check out because like like this one's really good my favorite is probably just the first one like the main theme for
1: uh they're all quality the listens i had a hard time picking one but i ended up going with the one that i remember the most mhm mhm yeah and i think good i stuff. i think it would help me remember cuz the song itself is 9 minutes long
2: yeah okay. that's a stretch i didn't even realize yeah, it's it, it
0: goes. It has a lot of parts to it. Um, okay, let's go to me again. And this one, I'm hitting you with an absolute classic, complete nerd shit. Uh, the main theme of uh, Final Fantasy VII. So this one is composed by guess who? Uh, Nobuo Uematsu. It is copier. As stated, it is the main theme of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, this serves. So the moment I first heard this song is so it is like just etched in stone into my memory because it is when you, Malika, have you played Final Fantasy Seven? I've never played Tyler any
1: Final it. Fantasy.
0: <gasps> okay, <I'll, laughs> backlog, uh, backlog, <laughs> backlog. It's on backlog. the Switch. It's on the Switch. I own it on the Switch. Although I would recommend getting it on the PC if you can, because then you can mod it. And make the uh, backgrounds kind of. There's like good mods that really like.
2: We're purists make the game here. Look better. Sir? What is it? We're purists here. Thank you. No mods allowed.
0: Uh huh. Okay. Uh, so, so this plays. Um, so the first portion of the game, which is what the Midgar, uh, which is what the remake is going to be, is Midgar, which is where you're in the big city, and after like. 15 hours or so, you get out of the city, and this plays, uh, the first time you're in the open world, and you go from this, like, completely industrial, just, like, mess, like, this dystopia of, like, metal and electronics, and you're just open to this beautiful green field that just spreads as far as the eye can see, and yeah, it means a lot to me. I kind of get a little emotional every time I listen to it. Uh, And I'll talk more about it after we get into it.
2: I got lost in that one for a second.
1: <laughs> I, like, I didn't know KK like, yeah. slider was gonna make an appearance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, like it's this song translates so well into like an orchestra because like I I think that's what the composer had in mind when he was building into it. But like this is going back to that talk we were having earlier. Like it's insane that he can make something like feel like it feels like this is like something made for chamber music but he made this basically on a computer like a like a windows 98 not even windows 95 computer uh that's old and it just it it, it feels so grandiose like i mentioned earlier like you don't get the first like minute or so like i recommend listening to the whole track but that first minute um it's just like it's this same uh what's the word it's just like the same like these notes but just like very low and it just builds and builds and just crescendos further and further and it just like it to me like every time i listen to it it just feels like the feeling of just like potential it it has like a slight like it like a kind of like a light melancholy to it but like a hopeful melancholy like you are not in a good place right now but something outside of yourself is like pushing you that there's something out there for you yeah and like i don't know i love it it's also considered uh the main character's theme so it's kind of cloud's theme because he doesn't have his own and under every single like important moment that he has this starts playing and it kind of really it does such a good job of being like a leitmotif of just driving like uh hope and the the call to action of the protagonist to you know save the world essentially so yeah i don't know no i like it that was a good one i like it a lot it's it's sorry i said i'm gonna have to play final fantasy now you're going to have to play final fantasy every single one of these soundtracks every single final fantasy soundtrack is just top tier uh Okay, uh, so that wraps up my end. So, Tyler, back to you. All um, right, we're so
2: we're going with my next one, right? So mm-hmm. my next one is the opening, the like the very first song you open when you play this game. I picked the Oblivion theme,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it is... I, I cannot open this game without listening to this for about a minute and a half and then play the game like it's just not even an option i have to play the game after hearing this
0: okay well i guess that's what you're doing after this podcast i literally it
2: literally just might be (laughs) let's get to it So, I had 30 seconds listed on here. That was a full minute. That's my fault.
0: Just don't don't apologize. That was great. Cause right. I liked it. Yeah.
2: Fucking love yeah. that thing. It's just like, that's literally the call to adventure. Yeah. That's what it uh, is. The,
0: the first thought immediately, what my my, my brain went to was uh, thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean and World right. of Warcraft. Uh, it's,
2: like that. It is very similar to World of Warcraft. It's, that it's just like the yes. open RPG... It's like it also gets a little bit of like if we're going in the movie route, it's very Lord of the Ringsy in a yeah. sense. Yeah, a little bit. Uh it
0: definitely captures that feel of like this like a fantasy world. Mm-hmm. It's just filled to the brim with like magic and stuff. Uh those questions horns for you. Hidden. Oh, yeah. yeah, those horns. Mm. So Shit. this is this is basically this is not like the theme. This is part of, like, the theme of just, like, the series. Yeah, this Elder is the Elder is Scrolls theme, but it's the Oblivion yeah, this version. this is the style for this Oblivion game, right?
2: Correct. Now. There's a Morrowind version, and Skyrim redid it as well.
0: So, I have to ask. Shoot. Why this one over Skyrim?
2: So, for... It's actually kind of simple, because this is the first one I've ever played. I, I, okay. I played Oblivion, and then I subsequently went back and played Morrowind. And then of course, mm-hmm. when Skyrim came out, I played Skyrim, but, um, it's just, for some reason, this one just hits a little bit more that mystical realm, mm-hmm. whereas like oblivion's got the, or, uh, sorry. Skyrim has the, the vocals in it and everything, which yeah, is, a, chanting. it's beautiful. It's really good, but it's just oblivion. Always just hits the right niche for me Okay. personally. Yeah. So, and, and I'm just, not
0: I'm not arguing that Skyrim is better. I just no, think no, that no. is like the obvious answer to like. And it's oh, also oh, very oh. much
2: is better for sure. Trust me.
0: Oh, so you think it is better? I do. Uh,
2: better. I I don't think the themes better. I do think the game is better. Oh, okay. I do. I do. I, I did find myself enjoying Skyrim a lot more. But that's just because Oblivion Oblivion had a lot of. I I played it for the three six on this three sixty. And I have yet to play it on the computer but i have heard that the computer is a lot better platform for that game
3: okay all right so i'm I, uh, it's going on my
2: log i think yeah after after, so. after 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 really listening like to this theme again yeah it's probably going on my log <laughs> okay
0: uh yeah good stuff thank you Tyler. i also highly uh, suggest
2: anybody else play this game oblivion was a gem if i did play a little bit i do like
0: it, it it is kind of nice, just uh, how like evergreen it feels in comparison yeah. to
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, Skyrim. So it's not it's not terrible going back. It's not one of those things where it's kind of hard to go back to.
2: Yeah, um, it's not it's not Morrowind.
0: Where Morrowind Mar- Mar- is, oh, Mar- is is it. so cool though. Like Morrowind is hard, but like to go back to, but it's so unique. Oh my gosh, you yeah. have to, like, it, it almost birth look at it. The at genre. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Malachi. You're next. All right, so this one's probably the one that I'm most excited for you guys to listen to. So from Sonic Adventure Two, there oh, is baby.
0: Yeah, here we go. A... Escape to the city. Nope. This is the one, right? You're doing
1: that. Escape to the city is great. Shout out to that song. But <laughs> this one is the one that holds a very special place in my heart. Okay. A ghost's pumpkin soup or pumpkin okay. hill. All right, I'm
0: gonna be a little hard on you uh, with this one because I'm gonna, I can't, I can't not compare your choice to "Escape to the City." Have so you crazy. heard this before, Carlos? I, do, I probably have at some point. I just do not remember it off the top of my head.
2: All right, but uh...
0: let's get to it.
4: I'm just going to creep down in Pumpkin Hill. I got to find my lost piece. I know that it's here, I can sense it in my feet. The great Emerald's power allows me to feel. I can't see a thing, but it's around somewhere. I'm going to hold my head, because I have no fear. This probably seems crazy, crazy, a graveyard theory. Our ghost try to approach me and got leery. Ask him a question, and he vanished in a second. I'm walking through valleys, crying pumpkins in the alley. Didn't seem happy, but they sure tried to get me. Had to back him up. Fist metal crackle. I'm hearing someone saying you a chicken don't be scared, it had to be the wind cause nobody wasn't there, I searched and I searched as I climbed up the wall, and then I started to fly, I went in deep. ball oh, let it get to me, I'm just gonna creep, down Pumpkin hell. I got to find my lost piece. I, kn- I know that it's here, I sense it in my feet, the great emerald's power allows me to feel, I can't see a thing...
1: Okay. As much as I want to continue listening to it, we can stop there. Okay. Look,
0: I don't want to have to be the one to say it. I don't think Tyler wants to be the one to say it. But if
1: I have to say it, bars! It's so good. My brother and I, we have so many memories attached to this game. And it's like the second mission. So you know how sometimes you just want to go back? Because this is part of the problem. Because Escape from the City is the first mission and then pumpkin hill is right after so these two Mm -hmm. songs they go together in my memory god it's so good (laughs) yeah i genuinely i i had listened
0: to like the first three seconds while setting up this playlist and i was like oh okay okay uh I did not know I was gonna. Uh, I did not was gonna have a rap section. <laughs>
2: so I was like trying,
0: not like. I was like trying not to laugh. Like I was too. Like, I <laughs> I
2: think I I thought I did for a second. I thought I busted out, and I was like, oh shit, yeah. no, I got quiet.
0: But but not like because it's bad.
2: No, I just, it's like, just it, I, me it was so, so by it was surprise. It's just like oh fuck. I was like oh shit. There's lyrics. Okay. <laughs> All I have to say, and this is my true one hundred percent opinion. The green, the green emerald allows me to feel.
0: How it allows me to feel. That's, that's all I have to
2: say. Uh, yeah this this song is doing a
0: lot. It's it's like it's trying to do like a jazz vibe. It's trying to do like a Halloween vibe. Oh yeah, it's very spooky. Like <laughs> like I might have to add this to
1: my Halloween playlist. Is there's a that... t- there's a ten hour loop that the composer Tomoyo Otani, he uh-huh. put it out for Halloween. I think like a couple of years ago, and then the year right after that. He put out a remix for it, but the it's performed by hunted P and I don't think he's known for anything but this song (laughs) on his Twitter that I found last night, right? It just is like, it's like rapper, musician, writer, blah, 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 blah. And at the very bottom, he's like known for being knuckles at pumpkin Hill. And I'm like, that's the best part I've heard. (laughs) How far down the rabbit hole did you go? I I just wanted to know who performed it because I mean, obviously you got to know who came up with those bars. He wrote the lyrics too. Yeah,
0: I yeah. I believe it.
1: God. I
0: that is something like I would kill to be a fly on the wall to just see like the like just this middle aged Japanese composer like talking to Hunted P. Be like, okay, this is my track. need you to build lyrics around this and he's just like i got
1: you man i got you no worries do you you understand why i picked this as opposed to escape from the city
0: yeah no no this is a great choice i'm not (laughs) judging at all this is fantastic all right uh let's reset we are going back i'm glad we did this we're going to uh honestly like like how i said about um I said about smash like I could do an episode that's just smash I could do an episode that is just chrono trigger because it is so it, it's Nobuo Uematsu again he didn't do this track um, but he helped with it was composed by uh, Junichi Matsuda mm-hmm. and um, okay I'm not I, I'm not going to talk about it I just want to I want you guys to listen to it and then I want you to tell me what you think is going on with this track like I'm just curious to see like what you think is like it happening at the time uh okay so let's do it
1: So yeah, uh, so so give me your you, give me your just like,
0: what do you think is going on?
1: It sounds yeah. kind of like, it sounds like there would be a point in the game where like everybody's like waiting before a big battle and everybody's kind of like sitting around what could be a campfire, preparing for sleep.
2: I was just okay. thinking the same thing, or like an inn or like a tavern, type deal. Sure. Uh, yeah,
0: kind of. You're 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 like a third right yeah it's it's basically this is the theme for i think it's called brink of i think it's like the place is called brink of time which is the name of the song but it's basically like in this game uh you time travel and at one point you just reach like the end of time or just like a space in between time and it's just like a small like a dark like just like a alleyway At night just like suspended in space with just like an old man just waiting and Uh this is like where you go this is your hub uh where you go to you pick what timeline you want to visit and yeah it just gives you this vibe of just like you're coming off a like a big boss battle and you go through this portal and you just end up here and it is this feeling of like confusion and mystery and unsure of like what's going on but also you feel at ease weirdly enough and, yeah, the, this, this song really captures that for me. Um, I said, I don't know why, but I said composed by Junichi Matsuda. It's not that. That's the Pokemon guy. This but is by Yasunori Mitsuda. Um He was a uh, composer at Square at the time. Um, he and Nobuo worked on the soundtrack for this game together. It has, I think, over 100 tracks. It's like 115, maybe. Um, the thing about this, like, like, this guy put everything into the soundtrack. Like, he dedicated himself so hard. Like, he would just spend days on end, like, working without sleep, without eating. And, like, a point, like, at a point, like, he collapsed from exhaustion. Really? And he, yeah. The the And then the team was, like, we need to, like, take you off for, like, a little while. Because you need to rest. And he literally told them, like, if you take me off this soundtrack if you don't let me do this entire soundtrack i will quit like i'm leaving this company And they're like oh shit okay okay <laughs> just make it I and change. yeah this was for me like picking one track out of this uh this whole soundtrack isn't um, it was nearly impossible i had to like it was between so many tracks that i just picked something completely different i wasn't even thinking about just so i wouldn't have to feel that regret uh, everything in this every every song in this game is just crazy. Uh, the opening to this same very podcast is from Chrono Trigger. It's a remix of the the main theme, which is just like that good. I almost picked that specifically for it, but do not want to be too cliche.
2: I don't want to be biased, but um, I like our I like our theme a little better. It's, it's good. Can I say it's a good theme? Can I say hey,
0: this is fine. Hey, oh. Mm. That's I'm not a big a bad fan. Opinion.
2: I think it was. Uh, it was really. It's like somber and beautiful in a way that I, yeah. I. There's a lot to appreciate with that theme. And
0: it's and it's really using this particular like link was like really utilizing. If you're listening with headphones, like. Oh yeah. Stereo, mm-hmm. real good. Uh yeah, that is my second to last song. Tyler, you're next.
2: All right. Are you guys ready for this one? Mm-hmm. Yep. Freaking. So this entire game, like all the music is beautiful so i picked Ace this soundtrack cada. is also uh sorry that not the mean to cut you up but it's no. like
0: 105 tracks it's a what it's 105 tracks yeah it's soundtrack. i
2: i listened to almost all of them trying to pick which yeah. one and a lot of them are very similar i didn't i didn't know if you knew this but there's to some missions that your actions actually change what track plays and it was oh, shit. yeah like one of the specifically one of the DLC missions depending on wh- exact which exact enemy you shoot down first a different version of the same song is played
4: whoa yeah it was that's really cool i
2: was i was blown away by that so uh research yeah. it's cool yeah so what what is this track so this is lighthouse by Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown
1: I've never played right. an Ace Combat game and just judging the book by its cover I would never think that it would have such great music. Oh, it's you, Yeah, exactly. Control.
0: It is it is so, like Ace Combat everybody, like most people sleep on it because they're like, yeah, Flight Simulator well, or I was playing game. Like I, Even I wouldn't think anything of it mm. unless, if it wasn't for like when I was a kid I went to like a cousin's house and he had Ace Combat on the PS2 and I started playing and I was just like,
3: oh shit
0: um combat 5 will always be the greatest yeah people do not consider this type of game to have a good soundtrack and a lot of people slept on this one specifically Mm -hmm. when everybody was doing their like best music of 2019 list and it's a shame because so many like honestly i'm surprised you didn't pick uh don't say daredevil i swear to god not
2: daredevil wait am i thinking of daredevil it's the one with where the lady starts with the vocal
4: uh I almost, I almost picked it
2: i almost picked it i i amazing. literally last minute it was on my original list that i sent you it was daredevil it was daredevil it was i you son of a bitch <laughs> carlos uh it
0: was it was like i was considering daredevil and Archangel.
2: archangel's really good see yeah. the, the problem i had with daredevil is that uh i don't know i got kind of i was like well see people who don't that like
0: with with daredevil specifically it's such a slow burn it is like you have to listen to this whole thing and then it just kind of whoosh
2: yeah like, and then flows it flows over you yeah so but uh and also i, I yeah. took very heavily in consideration what part of the mission each song hits and i was like what really struck you know like what 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 really rang a chord when i was like playing and actually flying this plane simulator right so i mean yeah and daredevil daredevil is good cuz that's when you start fighting the arsenal bird And i was like oh dude so much hype like we're finally gonna kill this thing
0: okay then what am i thinking of what is the song that plays you might not know but like like the very first mission it 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 like kicks in when the enemy comes in oh like um like that one always stands out to me i cannot think of the name but it just like all of a sudden it just takes over it went from like being in the background to being like the only thing you can focus on is this track
2: i think it's magic spear magic spirit first okay. phase of the mission okay okay okay, okay. 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 yeah i think yeah just, I think. It's yeah one. but um yeah and then and then daredevil has this part where it's it's you know it's all orchestral but um there's vocals with a girl that's um uh, pff, it's not yodeling but um she's just she just hits all the notes and it's real good but this one specifically plays at the beginning of the last mission mm-hmm. Uh or no the when you when you first ah, man it's not the last mission it's one of the towards the end and it's just it gets Mm. you really excited for like just fighting the drones it's just it was so good
0: this is the one that plays when you fight like the big ship and every ace combat has like the big ship
2: right correct well this one this one daredevil's the one where you fight the arsenal bird this one's where after you when you get to the space elevator the first time
0: yes 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 okay okay okay. all right no. Great choice, Tyler. So
2: good. Uh, good job. Man, I got you. I strongly moves, Tyler, recommend. In. Keep it up. I Proud strongly of you. recommend this game. This f- entire mm-hmm. franchise mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. so interesting.
0: Yeah, I was feeling I, I traded in my copy of Ace Combat 7 because I, I was like, when am I ever going to play this again? And then doing research for this, I was like, God. Yep. Oh, I want to fly so bad right now. You can borrow mine. No, I can't. Nope. You okay, can't actually. I might. It's
2: digital. It is. Oh, you coward. Uh, <laughs> scared to commit I, I, no that's Malachi. not scared to commit getting a copy getting a physical copy scared to commit I'm stuck with this yeah, Carlos. I, 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 I didn't
0: commit Tyler did commit but mm-hmm. uh, Malachi your next track I'm not looking forward to this I'm going to say this real quick
1: <laughs> I'm not looking forward to this I don't want to listen to this Yeah, you you're going to make
0: me do it it's good
1: stuff so from the visual novel clan ad and the anime we're going to listen to Nagisa's theme composed by June Maida. I should have had us started at one minute because it was just starting to get good.
0: Yeah, but then you don't have that. Okay, all right, all right, right, stop. Okay, it's
2: still s- well, softly playing in the background for me. It's
0: soft, but uh, man, that that that—it's very, at least the start of this, the first minute or so. It's it's very classical, like very just traditional piano piece, but. The way that they implemented in the story of planet I'm not familiar with the visual novel but I did watch the show and the selection of places they choose to play this theme is it's it it,
1: it hits it hurts every time you hear it yeah it's like yeah. every time something like serious is about to happen or like everybody's like trying to like calm themselves after like a painful experience ah oh, man.
0: So so, Tyler, tell us tell us what you you have no history. So why don't you tell us? What
2: uh, it know? it it resonated with me in the fact that I I swear I've heard this before.
0: You probably have. Has the it's composer? Like, like if, if you saw anime. like a if you saw like sad anime video or whatever. Like yeah, yeah
2: true, very true. Can't I can't attest to how many of those I've seen, but I'm pretty sure like <laughs> I've I know for a fact I've heard this before, or something similar like. Like, maybe if the composer made other work.
0: One thing that was interesting, like, I'm pretty familiar with the song, but I didn't remember, like, near the beginning, there's that little, like, kind of, like, weird... It just felt alien. There's just, like, a single line that just felt, like, really alien and weird. And I feel like that kind of ties into help me out because I'm uh, it's like kind of ties into like oh it kind of it kind of ties thing into that like happens.
1: a few of the like, like scenes early on in the anime where like it's yeah. kind of like it shows a secondary story going on at the same time that's mm-hmm. a little bit mm-hmm. alien in nature as compared to the rest of the anime for sure yeah
0: so it kind of it, it's almost like the the soundtrack is telling you that there's more under the surface than meets the eye which is
2: yeah like the really little, cool. the, the synthy noise
0: yeah because
1: i know a lot of people said like
0: oh that thing that happens at the end comes out of nowhere and it's like "Mm."
1: oh yeah i do know what you're talking about and that is a wild scene it did seem kind of out of nowhere but i mean i think like if you like take a good look at the visual, with good hindsight yeah for sure there there's another song that's also really popular from that uh soundtrack called town flow of time that everybody also knows that's kind of the ah, song that starts yeah it, god i almost picked that one but i thought that dango daikazuku was a little bit more cute
2: this was a very tough task
4: oh
1: i am uh
0: i hope i don't get in trouble for this one because it's technically also an anime song and anime is like notoriously will fuck you up on like youtube and stuff but i don't know fingers crossed we'll be okay
2: anyway um well there's a way to like you could probably Mm. slow it down right no it'll be
0: fine don't worry uh back to me and this one i'm very excited to share i'm very 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 excited to share i fucking love this song so much uh this is from the game i will never shut up talking about uh undertale composed by Toby Fox, who also created the game. Um, This is... So there's, like, multiple runs you can do. So there's, like, a... There's a pacifist run, which Mm -hmm. is where you don't, you know, kill anybody. There's the genocide run where you kill everybody. And when you get to the end of genocide run, you get the iconic Mm Megalovania. But that one's really played out. And I don't have a personal attachment to it because I never did a genocide run because i'm a little bitch um but this is the song that plays at the reveal it's like a multi-part track and it plays at the reveal of the final the final final boss uh and it kind of like it's one track and like a boss fight that has like 10 tracks but the theme keeps coming in and uh let's just do it let's just get into it i'm ready so yeah Hopes and Dreams, Undertale, let's do it.
1: You say something? Okay. Right, oh right, right, right. dang
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> did did he say it? I didn't even hear him. I just heard you. I said I said stop. I said stop. Oh. Okay.
0: Uh, I can listen to this whole thing, but I I got close. I I'm at one twenty. Okay. Oh my god. Fucking love this song. God, that, that was
2: good. So good. That was good. It, it came out of left so, field too. Like twenty seconds in. Yeah. I was like, whoa. It's
0: it's it. The thing about it, it's like it's so the the only thing I dislike about the song, it's just like it's so muted because he made it all on like uh it this is all like electronic like he made this like with a synth guitar synth drums all that right um but like if you get a chance to like listen to like an orchestral or like a live version of it it's so like it it'll send you it goes uh but what i love about this track is that running theme this this soundtrack is also about like a 100 tracks long or so yeah uh but he uses a lot of the main themes, use like, uh, the same like, uh, note structure of like a main theme. So this is, basically, uh, the main like the the menu theme, like the very start of the game, is like a very stripped down like five note version of just da 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 da, and that same like six notes goes through. A lot of tracks throughout the game. And this is just kind of like the climax. Of just like everything you went through. Like this is that turned to 11. And it just plays. And this isn't even like the most intense version. This is just like the start of that big big boss. But then it comes back in. As it like drives home. Like the point of like. uh, The theme of the game. Determination. And friendship. And loyalty. And it just like it feels so epic just like doing this fight and like having this playing in the background yeah it and was,
2: that's another that that's a real good man i need to, i do need to play that game don't i you need to hey you know what you know
0: you know where this is mm. you guys know where this is game pass is it undertale is on game pass so it is free pretty much Guess so you need to play this i you have game pass now it. so you absolutely everyone should play undertale i'm not gonna stop
1: harping yes on sir until... will do understood <laughs> <laughs> it kind of reminds me Sorry. of Anamanaguchi. especially after i yes. just yeah saw them in concert
0: yeah it definitely has that feel of just like mixing like chiptune EDM with uh yeah tune with um with like electric uh, electric rock oh, man so that is my last track mm-hmm. undertale uh am i missing anything about no no that's it that's it uh tyler your last track this is in no order, by the way. This is just the
2: order I put them in. So, well, this, don't think too much of them, but it works out because I saved the le- the best for last. I I guess I also saved the best for last, though. I, I think it just kind of yeah. worked out that way. But um, because I think Malachi's last one is real good. Yeah. So, so what do you got for us? So right here, and a lot of you are gonna say, well, fucking course, but uh, it's a that's the old Republic song, but from the second game, the 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 heavily criticized second game. Cricket, cricket. And it is, it holds a special place because this game, let me get, let me throw in some back here, uh, backstory because this, this whole game is somber. It's dark. It's, it's not, it's, it's gray. It's morally gray. There's no light or good options. Like in the first there, th- it's just real good. Let's just, let, let me just, I can all talk about right, it. All right, right. All
0: right. You don't got to say no more. And this song just...
2: perfectly reflects the fact that there's a, good versus evil and there's a middle ground type so starting from the beginning let's rock Literally, it, it hits a motif right at that end.
0: That was that was perfect that was perfectly timed. Yeah, like it it's just motif right at the
2: end, and then got restart. you, man. I told you. Uh,
0: yeah, that was really good. Uh, I love how it 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 really feels like this feels like a Star Wars track. That's
2: what it is. It like, perfectly yes. embodies Star Wars,
0: but it doesn't feel like it's stepping on the toes of like John Williams. No, original at story. all. It's its own, it's own trying uniqueness. to do. Yeah, you you can definitely tell. You can give this to a fan and be like, "Yeah, I, it sounds Star Wars, but I don't think it's original trilogy."
2: Yeah, you know,
0: no. stuff like that.
2: So uh, oh, so good. I
0: literally, I do love that light motif at the end. I love how yeah, it just the flourish really at the really end really ramps up mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. gold, pure gold. I'm telling you, the, the games themselves are great, are bad. Oh, sorry. Oh, hey, 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 oh, hell, uh, boxing <laughs> gloves. Where are they at? Where are we gonna go? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I'm telling you this. I'm not kidding when I say that this game is some of the best Star Wars, like just storytelling. The The Knights of the Old Republic 2, specifically is kind of uh, it has its shortcomings because the game was rushed out. Mm-hmm. So there's there are plot holes to some of the um, to some storylines that they were going to try to flesh out, but just didn't have the time. They weren't key. So. The game itself is obviously finished but and the, subsequently the the studio has put out the files and modders have modded the game to be completed
0: yeah it is cool yeah like the community basically finished the game for the them. ultimate version of this game
2: and it's and, so good um, i'm playing through it again but
0: yeah. luckily the the soundtrack didn't have to suffer the way no the not
2: at all went, so. and it also doesn't have that control you know the issue with the first game where the the movement yes, problem- yes, yes. No, that's,
0: that's not we're here for the music you're right you're right making jokes Um, but yeah great pick tyler uh now malachi you got a you got a
1: goodie for us last chance dancing eternal um we have the last of us all gone no escape let's give it a listen Of how to pronounce his
2: name first? Well, while you're doing that, <laughs> can I just say that if we ever do a live version of this podcast with webcams and all that nonsense, it would literally just be me doing the the uh, what are those the, the composer composer finger the thing? I'd be doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I <I'd> literally <laughs> was doing that this entire time.
0: Uh, Great, song. Okay, I believe it's I believe it's Gustavo Santaolalla. Not... Santaolaya, Santaolaya.
1: That sounds right. I'll go with that. <laughs> But if if
0: if he's Hispanic, if he's if he's like Brazilian, it might be something different. But just just like a but, Spanish thought. But
1: yeah, that's right. that's one of the but yeah that's one of the last great tracks of The Last of Us. Really powerful scene that I won't spoil. Um, God, come on, baby girl, I got you. Ah, what a good game. What a good scene. Yeah, what a great piece of music. This.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, you're right. So this just to be a hundred percent. Sure, myself, this plays after winter. That's all I'm gonna say. Winter,
1: I mean, it plays like, are you asking, like, generally, or like, right after winter? Because I mean, I mean, it is after the winter portion of the game, the important scene after winter. It may play there, but I know it for how do I say it without getting into a spoiler? Um literally the last few scenes of the game when you're running away from ah I know what you're talking about officers okay
2: yeah
1: okay uh yeah this um
0: it's it, it it's 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 a feeling that keeps coming up in these soundtracks which is a feeling of like like a little bit of despair like a little bit of just like solemn like emptiness yet at the same time there's just that as it progresses there's like a little twinge of hope like just like of like hang in there would, Like, would you say a glimmer sucks, of but... hope a glimmer a glimmer of hope yes well, I said twinge but a glimmer works yeah it works uh <laughs> but yeah it, it, it a lot of the soundtrack here is just this is one I feel like this is one of the more hopeful tracks because some of some of the other stuff in this soundtrack is just so oppressive it just in in the opposite way that like the Dead Space soundtrack is oppressive, where it kind of bumps up your heart rate, like this one just kind of makes you just mellow and just think like, oh shit.
1: I'm so what glad that we're getting The Last of Us Two, and yeah. I hope there's yep. like bits and pieces of the soundtrack from the first game, like sampled in the newest one, just so we can kind of refill those emo- the, those emotions all over again.
0: I hope so. sirens are 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 on our end so don't worry
1: for the listener oh yeah <laughs>
0: yeah uh do you know if the the same composer's
4: coming back
1: um that I don't know it'll be a surprise for myself I haven't seen any coverage for the last you haven't seen anything I haven't watched any of it I know I'm gonna play it and I know I'm gonna love it so there's no need
0: <laughs> it's i true. You know, i guess You've got a point
1: but like like for me personally i just wouldn't be able to help but feel like
0: I gotta gotta yes gustavo's coming back oh sweet according to the wikipedia page so Bless that is that cool. man. all right uh so yeah guys we just went through all of our tracks that was that was a lot longer than i expected i think if i do this again i might do like just three tracks or something but that was really good that was, that was very really, really enjoyable good. i think i mean like you guys made choices i did not expect uh I kind of feel bad myself, because I'm like, oh man, I picked... I felt like I went kind of mainstream with my choices. I mean, not really. For the
2: most part. I mean, maybe, uh, like, okay, yeah, Undertale's a mainstream game, but, like... How is that? No. Undertale had a lot of coverage, but that song time, itself like, was
0: nobody... not. Yeah, that, that, that is a song... That's the thing about that soundtrack. It's like, everybody just thinks, like... Everybody well, only yeah, thinks of Megalania. Yeah. But, like, there's so much... There's so much good stuff in there oh yeah but uh yeah i think we did a pretty good job convincing the audience i'm um, really glad we did soundtracks
2: i am too because now i'm like maybe i should play florence
0: maybe you should play florence and undertale and that was probably um, that was probably my final fantasy VII. And Knights
2: of the Old hey, and right? 7 and nice little republic 2 who and clan visual novels uh okay uh we went really long we did
0: but now we get to talk about our backlogs so let's kind of go through those a little bit quickly i don't want to go over three hours but uh, are we at that we're at at like 205 whoa yeah um okay so who wants to go first
2: um i can talk about horizon
0: yeah let's talk about horizon
2: uh it was dope really good
0: So Horizon, when you're saying that, you're talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. Well, Zero Dawn. The PS4 exclusive. Yes. So so explain the game a little bit to whoever doesn't know.
2: Okay, so Horizon Zero Dawn, about about Aloy, obviously. Um, It's this, it's almost, I don't want to say Monster Hunter-esque, but it's kind of similar in the fact that you have to bring down mechanical terrors, just giant beasts. Okay. and fight and there's there's like a strategy to it and uh the stories i don't want to like obviously talk about the story or anything but you're probably... but like what's the setup like what is in what sense just like like what's the context
0: to this world well it's like, oh A-Lord? okay what so
2: like setting it's post-apocalyptic era like every everything's tribal now in a sense in fact you're you're you the main character are part of this nomadic tribe that's uh been experiencing these issues with these these uh mechanical creatures that have gone haywire and like have essentially replaced natural animals to an extent so you have to hunt them for parts and scrap and well they were docile before but now they're they're going insane for whatever reason nobody knows why and
0: okay so how how do you feel like how do you feel about the world building like do you think they did a pretty good job like convincing you of this kind of out there sci fi um, idea
2: Yeah, I think so. Especially when you dive into more of like obviously like the background lore and you as you progress through the story, it it gets very in depth and like you get very attached to like what the hell happened? How did this go? All go so wrong? You know? Yeah. What? So you do like you felt how, how about?
0: Because, like, uh, me and Dylan, specifically, we kind of kept bugging you. We we're
2: like, did you get to the part? Did yes. You get to the part? Yes. Uh, so, so many times. And yeah. I was like, what part? Like, I mean, they're talking about it. I was like, look, if you don't know, you don't know. And I was like, okay, guess I guess I don't know. And then I got to that part, and it's like, I didn't know. <laughs> that was <laughs> yeah. insane. It yeah. doesn't solve it... anything. The dude's are... – anyways – <laughs> bunch of lunacy
0: yeah it's it's interesting because it's not like an amazing like crazy reveal like, I, it, it was it was it really... was
2: aggravating it was aggravatingly believable that somebody in that position would do that because they're self-righteous yep. and what exactly so uh
0: how do you feel about the combat like do you
2: i had mixed feelings because okay. as a concept and as like and it did a very good job at it so i will say like It was extremely fun and engaging and it was unique and like of course every creature's different so there's a different way of like oh you have to use the ice arrows to freeze the cylinder and then use a piercing arrow to pierce the frozen cylinder Mm -hmm. that's really cool i thought that was really fun i don't like how you have to stand still use the focus if you're already in combat it's impossible because they'll like if Mm -hmm. especially with multiple people like fighting you it's just Specifically, I remember this one scene where I was fighting the Thunderjaw that's assaulting the mountain. That's the big T-Rex? Yeah, the big T-Rex. The the biggest creature in the game you could fight. And um, essentially. And I'm trying to see its weak points because I've never fought one before. And I get the overall layout and then those will disappear. And all of a sudden, I, I can no longer see what's vulnerable so i have to open the focus again and stand still and crawl basically to highlight them all again and try to figure out what's weak try to remember if it's electric damage that's weak to or it's strong against it i can't remember you know type deal so that was a little that could get a little frustrating at times but i wouldn't say it's like Mm -hmm. breaking the immersion or breaking the kind of like combat flow
0: yeah i definitely think this is one of those games where uh you kind of have to go out of your comfort zone a little bit because you kind of feel like you're like oh, okay i'm a lady with a bow and it's a third person shooter to an extent mm. but the game really wants you to not just try to get stuff with your book because there's so many utilities yeah there's the so bomb you really have to think you have you have to set things up like if you're really gonna if you're gonna take on a thunder jaw you have to just come prepared you have to set up uh, trip wires for it to go through. You have to set up like traps around it. Mm-hmm. You have to know exactly what you want to target, and that it, it there's a lot of layers to it. Oh I, yeah, and I then
2: trying. Sorry, go go ahead. I was just saying, like in the specific moment where I was fighting the one thunder jaw there was also two Watchers and a what is it a Stalker or the Prowler, or whatever, whichever one's got the cannon on the back.
0: Uh, I think it's the Prowler. I think
2: it's also I also think it's the Prowler, and I was like the Stalker is the invisible one. Correct which I didn't run into until like the very end. I was like, these were here the whole time? Yeah. And um those are terrifying. I liked those. Those were really cool. And uh but the uh, yeah. trying trying to fight all of that at once was just outright like it was a little frustrating. But in the end I felt super accomplished. So it's like, well, was it really that negative of a thought in its entirety, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But it was yeah. Overall, fucking loved that game absolutely adored that game how do you think the game handled the open world bits i think it was pretty good uh the map the overworld map was a little overbearing if you have all the icons on because you're like there's just so yeah. much shit. and then i thought it was cool how they how they integrated the tower climbing mechanic in a in a more newish way it's still you got to climb the thing and unlock the site or whatever the map but uh Okay. I thought it was it was neat that you have to time it, jump on it, climb, and it's walking around. Important
0: question. Shoot. Uh, what percentage is that you actually do think this game is good, versus what percentage is that you just are really glad that Ash is the main voice actor of Aloy? Uh,
2: look, okay, Ash can do no wrong. Um, but I would say like my overall approval of the game itself not not including the voice acting or whatever because it's not mm-hmm. she's not like she's great in it she's good in it but like i was really surprised by the other voice actors they were also fairly decent like yeah uh the dude with the stash can't remember his name he was really compelling the one sister yeah i guess that's a spoiler but um Ooh. yeah so whatever. i mean but he's uh He's a really good voice actor. The the Sun King's great voice. Big fan of it all, really. Yeah. So I'd say my approval, I would say like eighty percent of me approves of this game, and twenty percent is like there's and it's not even that it's bad, it's just like I wish it could be better. But it's also a two thousand what, sixteen or seventeen game. Like seventeen, but hey, that's sequel. Exactly look, all I'm saying is I'm sure it's gonna be fixed in the sequel and it's gonna be fantastic.
0: Yeah. On the PS five baby uh, yep. a lot of people are saying that they think it's going to be a launch title for the ps5 and i think those people I mean, are absolutely insane absolutely insane you think? when has playstation put out a game that didn't have like three years worth of
2: commercials and trailers that's true well i don't even know what's going to be a launch game then because we haven't seen really besides like the last of us that but...
0: i guess we'll find out I, i'm sure i'm sure some stuff I don't want to get too into the PS5 rumors because I hate when people do that. Um, but I'm assuming it's just going to be a lot of ports. Like I'm assuming we're getting a Last of Us two port. We're probably going to get another Turismo port. Maybe Gran Turismo. They've been quiet for a while. Uh, but yeah, uh, Malachi, what are your, what are what are the chances you'll get into Horizon?
1: Hmm my brother he loves that game and i remember being like really fond of it when i was playing it but it's just one of those situations where you play something and you pick something up halfway through and you just kind of never make your way back yeah um i don't know maybe i'll give it I mean, i'll give it some thought if from what i recall of playing it i remember facing i think it was a thunderjaw or i think it's like the first like big monster you have to fight or you have to set up tripwire like pretty regularly in order to even make it doable probably a stalker it may have been it and i just remember um i just remember it being a bit weird like i don't think it was like i don't think that game was meant for me but i may give it i may give it another go i'll add it to the backlog
2: it definitely (laughs) it definitely seems like the type that's going to be it's going to be a trick like it's an open world game so you're like oh i have to do all of this and it's like actually it's the main story is pretty short
0: yeah uh i definitely consider if you were kind of bothered by the open world aspects of it um just focusing on the stories good just getting to that point that i was mentioning before like i think that really it it kind of reframes the whole story in a sense like it kind of makes you really think about like wow like like, just think philosophically just, like, about, like... Yeah, like, what what do what, you do? It, what it means to exist in this world, right. essentially. Mm-hmm. And Big deep.
2: And it did, yeah, does just get like, that to earth.
0: that point, yeah, to that point, I wasn't very interested in the story. I was just, like, I kind of want to find out why this girl came out of a computer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and stuff like that. But, yeah, that really blew me out of the water. Uh, I just, I okay. cannot
2: fully say I didn't expect really any of it. I was, like, wow. Okay, cool.
0: Yeah. So, I'm going to I'm going to do from one horizon to another horizon. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's start. And that's Forza Horizon 4. Dude. Uh, I finally made the jump to get this game. I it was kind of one of the polls for me to get the game pass on PC mm-hmm. for for a while and I just kind of was kind I was kind of scared of it kind of blowing my computer up. <laughs> like I thought like it would be so like the way that you're struggling right now with Star Citizen yes, is how I thought it was going to be with uh, Forza Horizon, and it wasn't until a friend was like, come on, I got it, I've been playing it, and I'm like, okay, 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 and now that I got it, it runs, they did such a good job with the PC port, Yeah, like, they perfectly optimized every single detail to just fit on your computer, and I wow this game is so good it's God, just so, so much damn fun.
1: good
4: oh man only have
1: one gripe about
0: it shoot uh okay shoot. We'll, we'll get to that but okay, um never mind. yeah shoot. so basically horizon 4 is a racing game it's part of the forza series uh the horizon ones compared to motorsport are all like kind of outdoorsy like kind of yeah open open, open road go anywhere yeah while motorsport is more focused on like the actual like track yeah like sports car aspect of it and this one just feels like i haven't felt this good about a racing game since even better honestly than uh burnout paradise i knew you were gonna say that because yeah, that's I mean, that's, paradise, that's like my favorite
1: yeah. racing game
0: really i think that's a lot of people's like kind of it was like the entry point for a lot of people like a lot of people that don't think that they would like racing games they're like well what if i'll
2: shut up the midnight club community
0: like okay that, that but that's game. more like if you're if you're if you're playing midnight Club, you're kind of like a racing guy you're what am i wrong wait no say it again i was saying if you are in the midnight club fandom then you're kind of like are a racing fan a bit but like, oh
2: I guess, I guess yeah i i i do i do very much like racing games yeah so that's uh, i guess that's true
0: But Burnout Paradise at the time was like kind of like an open door for anybody to just come in and check this kind of stuff out. Right. Uh, and that's like I don't think Forza 4 did a good job convincing people that don't like racing games to check it out. But everyone who doesn't like racing games who has checked it out has loved it, from what I keep hearing. Right. And I'm one of those people because I am like absolutely loving racing through this countryside. It basically takes place in like all of
2: Great Britain. It seems like the Isle of Man. Up. Yeah. Uh, wait, what? I, I thought it was the Isle of Man, but I'm not that far in. So mm,
0: I think Isle of Man is the DLC.
2: Is it what? The I think the DLC is Isle of Man. Oh, uh, it could be. It very well could be. I, I'm not sure. I'm
0: not sure. But, yeah, basically it's just the English countryside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can just, like, wreck anywhere, like, go through all these, like tiny it goes from like tiny little towns with giant tracks through them to just like wide open pastures that you could just race and race and this game does a great job of just not trying to not let you do anything like your cars are really sturdy Mm -hmm. like you can go you can hit a tree like 50 times and you'll be okay because they just want you to just explore and break stuff and just go anywhere yeah uh it's i don't know it just it feels so good to drive it they do uh there's so many like little touches that they make uh to welcome anybody to be into it like the rewind feature is great yeah like they, I, they, I don't they, know, they've I'll had that in,
2: frustrated driving yeah they've had that in but, most of the forza games or at yeah. least they had it in forza 4 which was the last one i played the, the i know
0: i know they've had them for a
2: while now yeah but
0: i didn't really get to play with it much until now and yeah the rewind feature just lets you anytime that you kind of make a bad turn Or you miss a checkpoint, you can just rewind, and then zoop, it takes you back three seconds. Mm -hmm. You can go even further than that if you want, and you can just restart the race from there. Yep. And it really lends itself, even though it's very multiplayer-heavy, you can definitely play this game completely by yourself, and you'll still have a good time.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, So do you play with the rewind feature on? Oh, yeah, constantly. I turned it off. Uh, I try
0: to limit myself. Like I try to be like, no, I'm going to do this race... like completely pure like no no rewinds and sometimes when i do that it does feel really good but then you do get some really intense races later on where every single turn of the wheel has to be like completely perfect uh and i use that feature a lot um i think the biggest surprise for me for this game was like i was looking forward to playing with like a lot of luxury cars Mm -hmm. like i'm like oh man i'm gonna get an audi r8 i'm gonna get a mclaren i'm gonna get a a bugatti and i'm gonna just rip those through but surprisingly like the most fun cars to race in this game are like the middle of the road cars oh yeah
2: like i 100 uh, percent agree i always have the funnest in like the very beginning when you're stuck with the like the Golf or whatever yeah i started with
0: the the audi coupe did you and uh yeah oh, I it's went the best and, car
2: uh, man. It's i almost went car. with it it's
0: so good like it's perfect it's absolutely the the handling is amazing like the speed is really good and like i kind of don't i have like 40 cars but i still keep going back to that coupe <laughs> and just like taking that coupe out the lot you know
2: <laughs> see i almost went with the audi but i i ended up going with the muscle car the uh what was it the right? gt no not gt duh um uh the dodge dart uh yeah. charger jesus
0: yeah the Dodge charger i mean you are white so it makes sense you uh, <laughs> Kidding, kidding. sure <Sir>. uh, <laughs> no but yeah those those starter cars the best cars the absolutely best cars are like the 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 big boys like the the jeeps the, the suvs uh, the suvs like those like taking those like doing off road courses with those and just like jumping over hills mm-hmm. it's the most amazing feeling uh, they had a Land
2: Rover in this game, I think, right? Like a big yeah. They boat have a Land, a Land Rover. I have a Land
0: Rover. They have a, a, a they have a warthog.
2: They, in they, it's in one of the opening races. It was yes, like the second race, I did, the, the street race or whatever.
0: Yeah. So, but the, there's like an event that you do. Yeah. To get the warthog, like to get the official warthog, mm-hmm. and like, like as I was doing that event, it basically like takes you into like pretending you are. Like master chief riding the warthog and you're like seeing like ghosts and banshees like flying around near you while the halo theme plays and it was like an experience i was like it perfectly captures what it's like to ride a roller coaster like i know a lot like people say that a lot it's like oh yeah this you know, like uncharted like this part was like a roller coaster because it was just like such a linear like perfect experience Mm -hmm. but like this actually felt like like a ride at universal studios or something where like i'm thinking like kind of like the like the spider-man ride you know like where it's just like you're like locked in and there's like a story going on around you and you're like oh you're doing this like quick you have to make it to the end and it really captures that feeling like not just like symbolically like actually feels like you're on a roller coaster uh and i love it i absolutely love how over the top this game gets especially with like that and, like, the behemoth races where you're not even racing cars. You're just racing, like, giant monster, like, vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like, at one point, you're... Like, I, I don't know how far... Uh, you're not here yet, but, like, at one point... i have raced the train from Hogwarts. It's, like, straight up that train. Uh, like, at full speed. It's so nuts. I can't wait. It's, like, a game that I keep coming wanting
2: to go back to.
0: Like, every five minutes, I'll be playing something else and, like... I just want to do like one quick race just like one quick
2: race that, that was awesome. me last night before before me and i was talking with malachi i was like literally just racing i was like man i really want to play the multiplayer so i'll just do one more race oh i gotta do another one all right i'll do one more like saying no it's like 2 a.m and Malachi's
1: Oh, you like, got me i'm still in here <laughs> yeah uh
2: that is that is one
0: point that's like kind of annoying like the tutorial in order to be able to play yeah. With other people, it's kind of long. Like you have to do a bunch of races. I
2: think I'm on like race number uh,
0: 6. Yeah. You have to keep going. You have to qualify for this thing and then do this other thing.
2: I'm on the second finally... dirt race.
0: And then it's not only that. You have to once you have to keep going and then eventually you qualify for the event and then you can like really race with other people. And you can like actually do leaderboard stuff. Ah, so, cool. I can't wait. But that doesn't bother me that much though. So, so,
2: I have a yeah. quick question and maybe you can help yes. me with this because you yes, use yes. the well, whenever you come over to my house, you use the pro controller. yes, what do you use while you're at home playing this game?
0: The pro controller you use the
2: pro controller still
0: yes, okay, cool it it's a little like sometimes it's kind of annoying because uh, so the switch pro controller doesn't have a uh, pull triggers. It's only like clicks, yeah. And so you can only go like full speed or not.
2: Well, that's—I uh, mean, it's essentially how it is with the mouse and keyboard. So, and that's what how I've been racing yeah. so far. Oh, ew! It's—it's it's not that you... bad. It's—it's it's really not that bad.
0: Just connect your PS4 controller. I am right going
2: way. to. I was just—I yeah, wanted to okay. try it with the mouse and keyboard because I, you, you, and our other other star, um, uh, Hunter here, who's been playing that game nonstop.
1: Did you just forget yeah. Hunter's name?
2: <laughs> no, I was saying. um I, was, I forgot the word guest, um, so it's worse. But um, uh, yeah, they they've they've okay. just keep bagging on mouse and keyboard. And I'm like, I bet you I could whoop their ass with the mouse and keyboard. And I've been I've been first place every time with this mouse okay. and keyboard. And I've got like the hard AI, and I don't have the rewind because I want that extra cash.
0: Oh, you get extra cash for not using yeah cr.
2: Yeah, the, oh, no yeah. So, based off the difficulty, it, it was like this in the other, um, the other game as well, in the Forza 4. And uh, if mm-hmm. you up the difficulty, you turn like everything to simulation. It gives you like a little percentage wheel, and it keeps increasing. The more you up the difficulty, and that's just like the percentage of CR you get based off the game.
1: I think eventually, yeah. once you start playing some of the like multiplayer live events, I think you have to have it at least to 40, mm-hmm. as Hunter was telling me yeah. about it. I mean, I'm sitting at a solid 80 right now. Jesus. I think I'm playing Jeez. at like 35 right now. Really? I mean, the game set you out at 60. I don't... The Oh, I'm thinking of like the plus percentage on the other side. But yeah, because like, oh, whenever maybe. I I'm started, it was like 30, and then I pushed it up to 35, and I think Hunter says he's going at like 45 ish okay maybe
2: we're maybe we're at looking at different things because i'm at like 80 I, and there's like no way that i'm that like you know what i mean
1: i mean you could yeah. be it is the early races You could be that good
2: I that's just true uh, but like i don't know that's weird i'll have to look at it again because it was also three
1: in the morning so i might be like delusional
4: um
0: malachi you said you had a complaint yes
1: the wheel spins i've never felt more robbed about anything else in that game, you know, except for the wheel spin. You like mean off the line. Oh, lot.
0: Oh, you, oh, you mean the actual wheel spin? Yes. I thought you were talking about like your car like spinning. No,
2: <laughs> the wheel spin okay. to get the, the cars.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was also I think...
2: thinking about the actual wheel spin. I was like, you just got too much power. I think the thing.
0: I mean, I mean, the, I think the reason it doesn't bother me that much is just because you. Because it's not, like, the only way, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not like Overwatch, where, like, like loot boxes are the only... Pretty much the only way you're going to get skins. Um, But, like, with this game, you get cars so often. Like, every every time I play, like, I literally... Every time I play, I get one car. And there's, like... They're so easy to find. Like, there's, like, the, the barn cars. Like, there's, like, rumored cars. And if you find them out in the wild, you just get, like, a really cool, like classic car you can find a
2: car oh. out in the barn yeah and yeah there's like, to...
0: like there's like you hear rumors so they're like hey if you check in this area there's like a hidden car what? and that's how i got like this uh lotus like sports car uh, and i like, yeah yeah real nice
2: what um, yeah. all
0: right this game might be yeah. great <laughs> oh it's great it's fucking great um and then there's also the auction house um i I, I i did a land party with my friend and i tried to like get him to play this game with me and at first because of like you know like he couldn't play with me because he had to do all these races and then he was kind of doing bad i was worried that he wasn't gonna like the game that much mm-hmm. but as soon as he got to the auction house he just got addicted to like doing bids and trying to find cars for like really cheap mm-hmm. and like if you look like occasionally you will find like really good deals like there's no there's zero point In buying a car like directly from the game like you should always use the auction house to like sell and buy stuff yeah that's i don't know it's really fun
2: no it's the same Uh, sort of thing like i i think it's just the auction mentality because i i'll probably do the exact same thing just sit in the auction house and buy and sell and buy and sell because that's what i did in world of warcraft i fucking i would just auction shit off buy shit auction it buy high uh buy low sell high
0: yep but yeah Forza 4, awesome. Got my thumbs up. Like, Honestly, pro- probably the the best game I've played this year. I know it came out like three years ago, but just like my favorite gaming experience so far, 2020, is playing Forza. Uh, and yeah. so just wait till you play three games. Malachi, why don't you hit us with what you have been playing recently? Mm. That's not Forza. <laughs> uh,
1: I would say that I really, really enjoyed... Star Wars The Last Jedi. And god, it was such a um, The
2: Last Jedi the movie. The Fallen Order. Fallen
0: Order,
1: my bad. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I mean, I different also podcasts, different podcasts. Uh-uh. A 7. But it's fine. Ooh, uh, but, I, but I really I really enjoyed Fallen Order a lot. Um, I was always I was always that person who really enjoyed The Force Unleashed even if it uh, was kind of like my guy he's so overpowered in that game Dude, and it's, it's a bit unnecessary yeah, so
2: ridiculous
1: but i feel like they kind of paid homage to like the saber toss i thought it was like really interesting it was a really good uh addition oh, yeah. but i really enjoyed it and i love that it's canon now oh yeah that's the coolest part I'm glad to know all about cal Kestis's life and everybody mm. else around him
0: yeah, I'm looking forward I'm really looking forward. It's I I will I love the game, but I will say that yeah, there were a lot of um there's a little bit of jank to a lot of the experience. And I feel like that's kind of due to them being rushed to hit that uh fall season. Yeah. And I don't know, there's like a lot of negativity around this game, but I do think like it's genuinely does a lot of really cool stuff well. See, I keep
2: um, hearing you say there's a lot of negativity. I'm just not seeing it. I don't know.
0: I definitely... I mean, like, I've been paying attention to a lot of lists. Like, I see, like, YouTubers talk about it. Um, there's, like... Um, like, I, I pay attention to, like, Game of the Year lists and discussions, and a lot of people just came out just kind of meh about it, which, you know, they, they my suck. least favorite word in the world, but whatever. Um, that game. But I... I think it was great. This is one of those games where, like, yeah, there was some jank, and there's definitely areas where it can improve but like like the whole time i'm just like can't wait for that this is like horizon essentially like it's like can't wait for that sequel baby
1: yeah i feel like Like, it i feel like like it also fits in like a really good spot for like people who want a little bit more of a challenging game but don't necessarily want the entire dark souls experience yeah oh yeah
0: i think (sighs) i i'm I'm so upset because people like when Sekiro came out, this game is very similar to Sekiro. And when Sekiro came out, there was a whole like, just internet yelling at each other about like what difficulty means. Like, oh, like gamers should have an option for something to be difficult or like, oh, don't, don't try to stop the creator's intent or like this whole crap. Like that was just like conversation that didn't matter. And then this game comes out and the way that they handle difficulty is like perfect. Mm -hmm. It tells you exactly like what each level is like. Hey, the parry window is going to go down. It's going to be quicker if you turn the difficulty up. And this is exactly what's going to change. And they like handled it so well. And nobody said anything about it. Nobody said, hey, great job Fallen Order on handling difficulty like perfectly like. It's so dumb. Big shout no. out to them for no. not
1: just increasing the health, too. Because I know that's, yeah, exactly. that's oftentimes yeah. just the go-to response. They're like, oh, we'll make it harder. Just add more health.
2: No, they genuinely used the mechanics of the game to make it harder. And I was like, this is so mm-hmm. genuine. Shout out to the think... a Book Club and their playthrough of it. Oh, yeah. Because they talked about it. Um,
0: what I hope to see in the sequel is just hopefully like a lot more focus on just like... I think the I think you can't argue with me on this. That the best part of this that game, is the lightsaber to lightsaber boss battles. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. For like sure. absolutely just perfect, like just so good, like such good, like uh, it feels like a perfectly fight choreographed choreographed scene in a movie. Sometimes even better than in the movies, Uh and just like every time you just get to like clash, and you can just feel like every time you land like a perfect parry on like a super big attack, mm-hmm. it's just like yeah yeah. And the final boss fight, um, was really tough, but um like I that was one that I just did not get frustrated. I think it took me like ten tries or yeah, something. Yeah, you know what? Like, yeah, every you... time I died, I was like, No, going back in, going back in,
2: going back what, in. What difficulty did you play it on? Two
0: I think it was like the second to hardest. Yeah, there was
2: like there was the there was four difficulties and it was like easy, normal, hard, and then Jedi Master or whatever it was. Yeah. But
0: I also... I might have turned it up by the end but i'm not i don't remember
2: i'm pretty sure i played on the second hardest as well the entire way through i i think i downed it because it wasn't man was it the yeah i don't i don't know if i i don't know if it was with the bat or talon malikos but uh, god that oh malikos that that was annoying it was oh you didn't like that fight? i loved it but it was annoying as shit uh, to be fair, I did get... I, I
0: beat it on one try. Did you really? But that was because... But I had, like, the most health you could have, and I was just, like, uh, spamming health. Oh, so I, I was just, like, okay. beat, like, just taking the shots in the mouth when I should have, like, actually <laughs> tried a little harder to dodge. Um, I mean, I, I like the fight. That was, was cool. such a good fight. I do, I do get where you're
2: coming and, from. And the fact that it canonizes one really cool part of expanded Star Wars Legends, like mm-hmm. the Dark Jedi... Because he's not Sith. Yeah. He's not like an apprentice or an inquisitor. He's just actually a dark side user that was a Jedi, and that's just something that literally does not exist in canon until now. Yep. And I was like, hell yeah, sweet.
0: Uh, I also just want to say, uh, BD One. Oh my god, almost forgot the name.
2: (laughs) BD One, best bot, best bot in Star Wars, best bot. I. There was a part that actually like BB Eight, but no, almost made me tear up.
0: It, it, he he really has he really carries like a good emotional punch yeah uh for a character that can't talk uh and just like he's so useful he like is with you like 100 of the time he is like this is like a if it, it's almost like a the star wars ukulele no not ukulele shit banjo kazooie yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. like he's the kazooie to your banjo mm-hmm. uh i just love that relationship and i really want to see it um blossom i think yeah i think one of my take like my my hopes for the sequel is yeah more lightsaber stuff i hope cal gets a little more personality he was real dry through a lot of it i didn't like, think that is he a big was people have it, it i just didn't feel like too attached to like his actions but everything that was going around him I yes I was the supporting definitely
1: characters in. definitely yeah. give the game it's like, like depth between greece and the second sister oh yeah second sister and seer oh uh,
2: seer um, seer was okay i
1: like, just want seer to blink in the next game that's all i ask for <laughs> <laughs> is that too much to ask oh my god it, it feels like uh, it is just, well,
0: yeah I, so I mean stunned. like i do appreciate like a lot of the things that they did i with like the like the way that they like the events that he went through symbolize like PTSD. Mm. Oh yeah, and the how that like locked them out of mm-hmm. him reaching his potential. Like a lot of that stuff was good, but hopefully we build on that more.
2: Yeah, I hope uh, so. I hope so. Yeah. Good game. Might be my game here. Don't know yet.
0: Hopefully we get a sequel soon. Agreed. Um, okay, we're running a little. Well, this is getting pretty long, long so ahead. I think we should wrap up the backlog session, and let's just jump to the uh extra bit the bonus objective so, so we have yeah then this session this section is called the bonus objective uh basically i just want everyone to bring in a thing that they want to highlight they want to shout out that they are really enjoying or they want people to pay attention to that is not video game related um, and yeah just just kind of like give something give the viewer something to uh latch on to all right uh so anybody want to go first or i can just shoot off go ahead
2: with yours okay
0: so tyler Mm. recently Mm. um i was thinking about this show that means a lot to me and i came to your house and i was like we're gonna watch this and i was kind of expecting you not to be that into it but just to be like, well, I'll watch it with Carlos. You know, we'll have this kind of like experience together. Nope, and, and I said when he comes you. back, it's like, no, you just binged the whole thing, <laughs> and that <laughs> that is fully coolly or FLCL, mm-hmm. um, which is an old anime uh, by Gainax. It's only six episodes, but it's like legit one of my favorite anime of all time. It was, and it has like been on the brain nonstop. Super recently. interesting yeah it's really weird it's basically the best way to describe it's like this kid who lives it's like this elementary school kid lives in this uh like whatever so-so town that has like some kind of weird stuff and he's like dealing with the angst of like his brother leaving him to go to the U.S. to play baseball and just like a lot of uh all of a sudden like this lady comes out of nowhere and just like turns his world upside down with just like Portals to like other dimensions and aliens and all this crazy shit, and it's really wild. You have to just kind of take this universe as it is, but it has so many references to just like weird stuff. Yeah, they, they hit uh, me. The with animation the, is phenomenal. They hit me with the looping and reference. Yeah, and <laughs> just like the music, the soundtrack for the show is probably my favorite anime soundtrack like ever uh it's like all done by like one rock band and it just hits every single time and i think about it a lot a lot a lot and i for a period of time i didn't for a little bit but then when the soundtrack suddenly came to streaming platforms it it just it's on the brain and i just want to share it with y'all check out fully Coolie. it's good i actually
1: have that anime on dvd from like college friends we all watched it together and they're like you deserve oh. to have this and i was like okay oh. so i just have it here with me have you seen it you watched it i watched four episodes of it and i necessarily wasn't like into it but it kind of just like gave me big jet set radio vibes so oh yeah the fifth it like, one sorry it just, just kind of caught my attention in that way
2: it's it's very it. It was good. It was very well done. the The fifth episode, yeah. is what really resonated with me. So the fourth, the fourth one was it was a good episode. I remember Carlos saying it was like his favorite episode. Yeah.
0: Each each episode is like its own complete. Like it's almost different. It, yeah. Theme. It's almost
2: self contained, but not.
0: Yeah. You don't need. You barely need to watch them in order, except that the first one introduces stuff, and the sixth one kind of wraps it up. Right. Uh. But yeah, just check it out. Check it out. Uh, Tyler, what's your what's your bonus objective?
2: Well, let's. So not really long-winded. I just recently saw this movie and it was seriously really good. And that would be 1917. Mm. Super good movie. All shot, one continuous shot. Really good.
0: Yeah, Uh, the Roger Deakins is the cinematographer that he's been, Mm -hmm. he's like basically done every movie that you're like, oh, that movie's really pretty. Like, Mm -hmm. it's probably a Roger Deakins film. And yeah, like the amount of, uh, uh, what's the word? Like they really went for it, like trying to make that. I haven't seen it yet, but I, I remember it, it's it's on my radar. I just leave a chance recommend. to go to the theaters, especially in the theaters. So oh think yeah, it probably won't hit as hard at on your TV. Nope. But yeah,
2: super good. Hundred and ten percent recommend.
0: All right, Malachi.
1: I'm gonna go out and say that I think. Everyone should watch BoJack Horseman it just finished on Netflix. So like the series finale finally happened It's been going for six seasons now all the episodes are 30 minutes long and a lot of my friends They see it and they're often off-put by the fact that it's like a cartoon But I feel like the show is a cartoon because if it was a live-action show it'd be too real Like the characters are so relatable and you find bits and pieces of each one that you can apply to your own life. And I feel like the whole show can kind of be summed up in the phrase, people are not the sum of their parts. And I God, it's so good. I let out a tear at the end of it all because after giving my life or after giving six years of my life to that show, it's just kind of weird that it won't be back next year.
0: Yeah, True. Pretty nuts. No. I, I personally, I, I'm, I'm, I feel bad because I'm guilty of kind of putting it off too. Because, because I watched the first episode and it just, it did kind of feel like, uh, generic, like Fox cartoon, like edgy, like adult humor stuff, of like an alcoholic horseman, <laughs> uh, and like it wasn't until like way later where it's like. Oh no this this show is like really deep it's like about depression and just like inferiority and a lot of like really genuinely tough stuff but just like layered around this kind of uh goofy looking cartoon and so that's something i definitely i personally need to jump back into because i think i'll also have the same
2: emotional effect watching it yeah i've been meaning to try to get into it but i've been having a hard time getting the motivation to start another series
0: so but yeah, I mean Bojack Horseman, good stuff. 1917. 1917 uh, fully cool Check any of those out. Uh, and I think that's it. I think that is the show for this, uh, this session. Thank you to our guests. Thank uh, you guys for having really me. Really appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thank you to uh the listener. We appreciate you. Uh, if you have any feedback, any you want to say back to us uh we have an email address it's uh battle the backlog at gmail.com hit us up with anything you want to hear if you have a personal game that you're going through your backlog if you want to share your own backlog feel free to do so i might read it on the air or i'll at least reply to you uh so yeah keep, stay tuned make sure that if this is the first time you found this show why don't you uh hit us a little uh, subscribe And if you already subscribed and you're on Apple Podcasts, why don't you give us a little uh, five-star review? I'd really appreciate it. I think we'd all appreciate it. Uh, And, yeah, uh, we hope to see you again in a few weeks with a brand-new cool topic and some progress done. Thanks for coming, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
4: Bye. Bye. Bye.
2: Two is a mess. Two is unfinished, but it is perfect. (laughs) Oh, okay.